0: Hello, and welcome into the Bits and Pieces Gaming Podcast, episode 78. Mm -hmm. with me today on the podcast it's kate or well, kitten <laughs> kitten <laughs> cub cub <laughs> so kate's taken on the persona of a um
1: when
0: when when kate arrived to the the, the pre um pre-live call <laughs> the year's twitching, it's just so I should explain for anyone who's not um who's not watching this live right now we um Kate's just got a, a well she's just now turned into um a cub <laughs>
1: found a witch and they gave me a portion and it didn't do what I thought it would do
0: That's brilliant. I don't keep
1: it so I'm not complaining but,
0: um, it's it's well worth watching the vod if anyone's uh you know. Following me on my channel, uh, Twitch TV forward slash uh, Funny Bits Boy. That's Funny Bits B O I. And um, yeah, just check out the vod for the uh, for this week's episode seventy eight gaming podcast. And yeah, uh, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. But um, yeah, as always on the Bits and Pieces podcast, what we um, what we normally uh, do is we talk about games that we've played just recently or some just maybe some time ago, and we've not had time to talk about it. Obviously, because the the episodes are a little bit um, few and far between due to work commitments and stuff like that so when we do get involved in working in in doing the podcast i should say um we uh like to go back to games that we've played recently i know kate you've got a game that you want to talk about i've got a game that i just started playing just recently as well so we're going to be um uh, highlighting that and you've got a game to spotlight and uh yeah then we're going to look uh, we're a bit behind on this because it's just been announced that all the game obviously this time of year we're in november now we're coming up into the um the end of the year so naturally being a gaming podcast as we are we will probably look at some of the nominations of this year's gaming awards and there's probably no surprises by some of them that are going to be there but uh being interested to take um to take on maybe kate's uh Views on this as well. Normally, we would have the guys in they're, they're not around this week. I know, um, Bacon, I just messaged, I messaged Bacon earlier. He said, unfortunately, not able to join us. Um, and I don't know if uh, anyone else is going to be joining us. If they do, then great. If not, then it is going you're going to uh, just hear from myself and Kate throughout the rest of the show. But, uh, yeah, but for, for ado, um, welcome, Kate. <laughs> I should say, how you doing? Hope you're good and well. I'm not
1: doing bad. Doing better now that I found a an animatronic face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I thought it was just a natural look. <laughs>
1: what do you mean? I shaved this morning.
0: <laughs> no, it's very much, um, it's very much Lion King esque. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's familiar with that, um,
2: uh, yeah. So, what have you been playing
0: recently? Would you like to start us off with this? Um, on the podcast, as to what you've been playing most recently?
1: Somewhere. I can do. I mean, um, obviously, we've been doing a lot of fuzz Yeah. And we doing Demonologist, which plays hell on my nerves. Um, that game gives me some anxiety, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. And I like jump scaring you with the mask that I've bought. Oh, um, yes. Other than that, mainly uh, The Binding of Isaac. But recently, I have played this game, which. Isn't exactly new. I mean, it it was released last year. It's called Ballads at Midnight. Um, and if the for anyone listening, I don't know um, how many people are fans of like interactive interactive fiction and like webtoons and online comics. Um, I enjoy games that have, if not a story, then at least a lot of lore. Um, and Ballads at Midnight is very much one of these. Uh, Interactive choose-your-own-adventure type games. Um, the storyline revolves around uh, your your character, who gets dumped on on an island with a vampire, and it's basically you have to pick dialogues and decisions on what you want to do, and there's various different endings. Um, and I was expecting it to just be a bit naff, you know. It was a free to, it's a free to play game, so I downloaded it just on a whim. And the first time through it, I managed to get the, you know, like the perfect ending, the happily ever after ending. And it genuinely made me cry. It was just, it was very emotional. It was very well written. Um, It had enough background that, you know, like you actually started to feel for the characters. And you don't get a lot of choices at the beginning, but then towards the end, you get more and more. So that by the time you get to your ending, you're actually quite invested in in the the line that you've chosen, um, it does have save points, so you can save at important dialogues and then go back and choose a different one to get various different unlocks. Um, but if if you're somebody who enjoys like reading, um, or or just vampires or comics or romance stories, then uh, it's definitely a good play. I very much enjoyed it. It's quite different to what I usually do, but I think I'm going to keep doing it and try to. To get all of the different endings.
0: Yeah, it looks it looks really good. It's um, like you said, it's free to play. Um, in fact, it's like a vom. Bam- I always said vomit. Vampire. Uh, vampire. Sorry, I uh, couldn't get my word out there. Um, I haven't. I do like a lot of um, story-driven games, and I'll tell you, I've got. I've actually got one to talk about myself um, in a second. It does look good, though. Like it looks like you said. there's any? But you said it's it's an old game. It's like you know, come when it came out last year. But um, <clears throat> you no. Know, like sometimes you can't always get around to playing. You know, not you can't. You're not going to be able to get around to playing all games that come out this year. So, you know,
1: yeah,
0: a year old. I mean, I still play games from way back when. Um, you know, um, last still play
1: the Bionic Rises. Yeah, and
0: that that itself is is fairly old. But um, <clears throat> no. But if you if you come across anything that might be you know i don't think this this is going to be one of those that's going to i probably just flew under the radar because it was squashed down because it's again it's a free to play and not, not everyone picks up on free to play because they they see it
1: as yeah maybe. and there's, there's only one character that you can play as as well i think maybe if they're like i mean i don't know too much about the actual developers and story but if they had the the ability to develop like different characters that you could play as or maybe like choose like a different like base characteristics or something then that might kind of make more people pick up on it, yeah um because there would be more options it is it is very much like a a a stuck story in the sense that you know you get to choose your name but you don't get to choose much about your character's backstory. You find that out as you're going along,
0: yeah I. <clears throat> I will, well I'm sure anyone who anyone who knows if they've been been around um watched any of my stuff um like yeah I play a lot of obviously I play a lot of these um ghost investigation type games but some um, some games that I have played and have streamed I've had um some very interesting endings without spoiling obviously without spoiling anything, but um some that make you sort of like a little bit sort of choked up actually. And I I I think when, when you take when you're um when you care about the characters enough that you it makes you um you know, makes you feel for that for that particular character, and then it's then you know a game has been well written. Yeah. Uh, and and it's got, you know, a lot that draws you into the characters that you know, the character development development over time when you're playing it good case there to sort of like say you know that it's a good good well-written game um,
1: Yeah, which I was quite surprised about with this one because most of the time you want you like you want to get two choices between options yeah, maybe three rarely you know it's not a very it's not a very involved game but it's very well written
2: yeah that's basic a, but effective I'd say yeah and that's always a good thing I mean um, I think one of the I
0: don't know if it's if it has any horror aspects to it, or whether it's just a relationship around that involves vampires. Or
1: no, it's not particularly horror. I mean, when you start off, or at least when I started off, I felt that it was going to go down that route. Um, And I think I'm I'm guessing that there's like a couple of um, dialogue options you can choose, which might lead down that route, but I just haven't discovered them yet. Yeah, I
0: was gonna because I was just gonna mention one or two games that I have played the um especially the the action adventure um choice matters story rich games that i've played um House lane was was one of them uh, that was that did carry sort of a a slight undertone of um horror which sort of drew my attention obviously because i'm you know big horror fan so naturally um that it sort of stood out uh, yeah. Um, and getting to the end of that, that again, it bought the feels a little bit. It's like, oh, really? Oh no, <laughs> could it, could I've done anything differently? And it's always that question of like, you know, there's the. I guess it does have then the replayability because then you think, well, if it has choice matters, there's got there's going to be several different endings in in you know. Yeah, well, least...
1: I I do enjoy that about this one in particular because yeah. um, if I if I. Bring it up on my Steam, there's a like you can see a lot of the achievement. There's only a couple of locked achievements. Yeah. Um, one of them is uh swear at the vampire. So when it gives you the, the choice to choose your name, you put profanity in.
2: Ah, brilliant. <laughs> and
1: another one is um like always make fun of the guards, or that like there are quite a few. <laughs> and a lot of them are actually really funny when you look at them. There's actually an achievement for trying to insist that your name is the same as the vampire's name. Oh, and it's like, who would think to do that unless you prompted it? But yeah. it's, it, it'll change the storyline. So they do give you little uh, nudges in, in fun directions.
0: Well, I've added that to my wish list. It does get very very positive reviews on Steam. I said it's, um you know, it does say it's a free-to-play vampire game. Um, it's just uh, s- more, is it like more of a cl- uh, point-and-click or... Yeah, it's more of a point and click sort of adventure. Yeah,
1: yeah. The only time that you really get to type is when you're like typing in your own name.
0: Yeah, there's, yeah.
3: You're um, otherwise,
1: it. it'll give you like, two options in a box, and then you choose a box. Yeah. You know, it, like I said, it's not a very involved game. It's a lot of reading, but every so often, I enjoy something like that.
2: Yeah, no, it's good.
1: It's it's a nice thing to just kind of relax to. And had you not mentioned it, maybe
2: wouldn't have I wouldn't have heard
0: of it until you sort of like pointed it out. But, uh, yeah, it's uh developed by Sin Sist Storia, yeah, and Abiding, Abiding Bridge published. I'm not sure if they're what other games that oh, Imperial Grace is to be announced, so they have a new one in the works. At the yeah. moment. There is a doubt which they do actually here for well, for anyone's listening, but like for your interest, if you was interested in continuing on with this similar sort of thing, there is a download, a demo, um, coming on steam at the moment. Like I said, I do like a good story, story driven game. I, Cause the other story, uh, and I think most famously for me, at least the Greta story that I played, um, which because, because it just didn't have voice acting. Oh, incidentally, does this one actually have voice acting in it or is it, um, read Yes, up? it
1: does actually yeah um it, it's got voice acting in it and uh because the main character that you play out is a bard there's actually at one point where there's a song oh which is recorded by the voice actor Brilliant. which is quite nice it's yeah
0: nice touch. That's, that's good that's good i like that but yeah i think as i was gonna say with the voice acting like involved with burnout lane that had a very good voice acting cast as well um but the the Greta one didn't have that. The story in itself was enough to keep you interested, I think, like I I mentioned it enough times, but obviously trying to um, sell myself here a little bit. But I provided the own, my own voices, which was amusing. <laughs> it has to be said um, to to many, and I get I get I get requested that quite often um, to actually reprise. Um, some of the some of the voices in it, but yeah. Anyway, that's that's me talking about my own thing. But yeah, yeah that that looks good. I've added it to my my wish list. there's another one on the um, back burner that it's going to take me forever to get to. But free to play game, you can't go wrong. Um, but yeah, let's let's go on to the game that I've been playing now. It's called This Bed We Made. This is a you know perfectly links in as well to what you were saying about story rich. Choice Matters types game it's a third person uh, mystery game you play as a maid in and set, it's set, set in the 1950s In i think it's because of the french i think it's like french yeah french accent so i think it's set in canada i think yeah montreal i think it is yeah it came out on the 1st of november so it's fairly sort of new well, i know we was referring to like gate that games we've played just recently and you know, you don't have to don't don't have to be new. This one was actually quite quite new, and I've I played a little bit today, um, before we actually started playing some of the Demonologists that we played, um, but it's quite it's quite good from what I've played so far. It's actually really interesting. It's along the same sort of vine as um Sherlock Holmes. So if anyone's familiar with the Sherlock Holmes type games, um, I know I I I've sort of dabbled in in some of those mysteries. String it, you know, you you you. Put a lot, a lot of your um, clues together to solve puzzles. Obviously, that's sort of part of it. So yeah, you play th- this maid, Sophie. She's a maid in this hotel. Some of the choices can affect the outcome later on, uh, as as always with choice matters games. But this one seems certain dialogues that you might have with one person may crop up later on in the game where it could make a difference. Uh, I've currently made friends with, it's quite early for me, so I've made friends with Beth, who's the receptionist, and then there's Andrew. And I've had a conversation with both of them. Uh, at one point through the game, I go into one of the rooms, and I, my first choice is who do I call? And depending on who, uh, who you choose, I think will also help along with game development later down the line. And um as I actually discovered and I wasn't sure of how, how it would play play out, but um there is a bit of a romantic interest seems to be um happening as well with mm-hmm. some of the choices, some of the dialogue that you have um uh, to choose from. But that's not I wanna get too I don't want to give too much away on those. It's very hard to talk about a game when um there's a lot of choices because you don't know what other people might play this game differently to how I'm playing it. But I also don't want to spoil some of the surprises that you might find as well but um yeah, so like I said, you play um as Sophie and you go around and you're oh I, I would say she's a bit she's a bit nosy you might you might argue. I mean she's a maid in the hotel you get asked to clean down by reception someone knocks over a vase there's water on the floor, flowers everywhere you get asked to mop it up. So You do so, and you notice that there's a roll of film. This roll of film belongs to someone in the hotel. You find out what their room is, you then explore the room, put piece, you piece it all together. This, is like, literally, the first thing that you're given. So, you regard there's no other way around it, and not really sort of spoiling it too much here. But, um, again, you are still a maid, so you are making beds, you're picking up pillows place replacing them on the bed but of course she does all that and in the meantime while she's doing all that she's also discovering that there's certain notes there's certain things that lead her to believe that not everything is quite as it seems within the hotel and it's for you to then decide to string these things together place them all together try to piece it all together um, and you kind of get involved in what could be something a little bit maybe more sinister than that's happening within the hotel and you're not quite sure yet i'm only a couple of hours into this uh, although i do believe that now i looked up the gameplay length time because these games i like lo- i don't like these sort of games str- strung out for too long because then it be kind of gets tiresome and boring and um for me at least i've got other things that i want to get on with so i try to look for short games i th- There's no official word on it, but there's some some places were saying between 10 and 20 hours. Now, 10 and 20 hours for a game that's about 20 quid isn't too bad. I mean, you might argue maybe that's if if there's got multiple endings, you've got more playthroughs, and therefore it's kind of works out if you play through it twice. It's 10 pound of each go, if you like, if you want to argue that case. Um, And I'm not sure if it's on. Game Pass. We normally promote Game Pass. Sometimes, occasionally, um, um, I try to look on um, third-party websites like CD Keys. Again, there's something we've mentioned in the podcast a few times in the past, and um, yeah, it wasn't available at the time of purchasing. But you never know. But if if twenty quid is too much for you, then maybe it's you know maybe this isn't going to be for you. I would say it's probably not that long. You'd probably get through it in a few hours. Um, but at the moment, they are suggesting that maximum it's going to be 20 hours. I think if you're an achievement hunter, um, that's the top end, with the bottom end being about 10 hours. So, yeah, if you if you want to think that 10 hours is too short, maybe not, it's not for you. But um, it's a good detective little game, you know, stringing all things together, deciding, you know, you're finding out that the. Guests are linked in some other other ways, other means. Um, f- yeah, for what I've played of it so far, it's actually really good. I, I kind of enjoy it. Um, there is a demo um, if you wanted to try it out. I think there is a demo, and it's tw- yeah. So sorry, twenty uh, ninety-nine. So like twenty one pounds. really. It does get fairly good reviews on Steam. Very, uh, it gets very positive reviews. There is like the description of this is basically discover what links guests together in love uh, in in this tale of love heartbreak and murder so that you know it kind of gives away some of the lo- some of the plot there by telling you that there could be murder involved and there's obviously i know that there is a choices that i had um i made friends with one of the receptionists you got beth and andrew and i made friends with andrew we we got talking and there was also a flirtation choice that you could have amongst the dialogue. So I'm 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 wondering well whether or not Sophie and Andrew are going to get together or not, or you know. But then it, I did question. I did. I actually said it whilst I was playing it. I I said it out uh, in my chat whether or not. Um, if I would chosen Beth as my go to rather than Andrew, would there have been um any sort of um flirtation this between the two? Who knows? I mean, you know.
1: You'd hope there would be for inclusivity.
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, if it's there, it's probably just a choice of different actors being brought into it to say the same lines, but under a different, you know, you never know. never know. Um, It could be something. It could be there or it could just be, I don't know. I'll I'll play for it again the next time and we'll find out. I think. But interestingly, again, it's quite early on. um, I got an achievement which said you saved Andrew from slipping. Um, and I didn't know that right at the start when we get called down to reception to mop up the vase the the spillage that the vase had made where we find the roll of film there's also a blocked off area which is part of the staff area toilets and it's blocked off and because it's a leak as you walk past it the first time you don't notice it but on the way back I noticed that there was a Pool of water now she's a cleaner naturally so it made sense for me to clean it i didn't realize that i'd got the achievement until much later i checked my achievement lift it said that um i saved andrew from slipping so had i not done it um i do i do believe there's actually an alternative to that achievement so it's good to know it's very it seems to be very well thought out in that regards that you know not cleaning up gives you the achievement, but doing but cleaning up does get you achievement. And that's a slight spoiler there, but I only found that out. And it is very early on in the game, but it does give a suggestion that there's going to be a lot more of those achievements much later on. Um, so yeah, it's probably worth playing through at least twice just to get if you do really want to go for those achievements. So it might be worth playing it through um, a second time. Or, turn of you do get auto save. I don't know how you want to go, it's up to you how you want to play it. But, um, as a suggestion, maybe you save it and then re- redo the stage again. Maybe you can get your achievements that way. I don't know. Although, doing it that way, you'll, you'll still take up that amount of time that it's suggesting. But I've really enjoyed what I've played, gets very good reviews. It is from Low Birth Games. Um, I'm not sure if they've done anything else on Steam. It is their only game on Steam at the moment? But there is a free demo. Give it a go if it's not something that you if you if that interests you if that sort of game interests you if you're very much into that um, sleuth type games you know Sherlock Holmes type games you might actually find this one quite enjoyable. I did. I thought it was really good. Tomorrow's
1: Yeah. Um, I might download the demo and
0: see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Just give it a go. See what. Um, what tickles your fancy? If it tickles your fancy, then give it a go. It's twenty ninety nine for the full game, um, and yeah, I hadn't looked as to whether it's on Game Pass. I don't know if you do, if anyone has get access to Game Pass. Um, but again, I'm not. I hadn't looked it up for that. I did try again, sort of repeat what I said. But the third party CD keys is what I I, I always go to Steam first. Wish list it, and if I can find it cheaper anywhere else, so I'll get it cheaper somewhere else. Um, it's obviously once I'd seen one of our um, one well, from one of our um, communities um, gamer Jimbo comes. In, sometimes he comes in our chat. Sometimes uh, we don't. We we sometimes pass. Well, you know, I'm either working or he's working, and we don't always uh, get get into each other game. Um, chats and uh, chats on their Twitch channels and that. So, um, but um. Yeah, I noticed he was playing it. It's um, so it, it. I was like, oh, this looks quite good. There's a couple of other streamers that I follow as well that they've watched it, and I was like, yeah, I could get into this. It's kind of on my, on, um, uh, on my wavelength uh, in terms of like when I'm when I want a downtime from playing like the ghost hunt in horror type games. This one stood out as a good one to go to. Like I said, actually, as I mentioned it um, just prior, um, when we were talking about story-rich games, Greta being one of them, obviously that's based around World War II. A, that setting's there. It's got nothing to do with horror, although you might argue war itself could be quite horrific, but in a very different sense, obviously. Um, but yeah, this this is... This is a good go to if you want a nice, chill sort of detective type game. Um, with very, I would say at least, I'm not sure how many outcomes there are, but yeah, there's going to be a few outcomes. Like I said, I got, those, I got that one achievement where I saved Andrew from falling on his ass, um, which I didn't realize that's what I'd done. You know, it's completely fluke. Um, but yeah, there we go. This bed we made, it's out now. Give it a go, have a look. It's got a demo, try it out. It probably will work well on the Steam Deck just because of the size of the game. I I think it should work well on now. It's playable but with text being quite small. Is there is a warning. So yeah, it will play on the on the Steam Deck, but obviously the text if if there's a way to increase the text
2: size, then great. I was confused at one point on this game because I was looking for the um uh there's not a
0: lot of options when it comes to rebinding and stuff like that. Literally you, you walk left, walk, walk, you know, left and right, turn and you use your mouse. Um you probably would use the the sticks, I guess, for a controller. Um but yeah, I was trying to trying to figure out how to place something down and I completely forgot that you place it <laughs> anything you pick up, you can't carry a lot of stuff in your pockets. Which I suppose that makes a lot of sense. Um do I mean if maids do have pockets, it's usually either one or maybe two, that's about it. It's not you're not going around collecting things. <laughs> which
1: you shouldn't be anyway. No, you
0: shouldn't be. <laughs> so so it, when I picked up, I picked up this cup, and I couldn't, I couldn't progress on any further um, until I got emptied my pockets. I was like, "How do you empty them?" And I, I completely missed the point where it's about the. There's no inventory or anything like that. It's literally whatever you have in your pockets. Um, I placed, and then of course I realised that the um, the trolley that you use, obviously, to you know, with your cleaning equipment. You just placed a couple there. And I, I didn't realize that. I was looking everywhere for it. I searched on Google to sort of look it up. So like, there I am streaming away. I'm looking on Google. And I don't like doing that. I hate doing that. Um, but I was like, how else do you do it? Is there a pl- put down button? Is there <laughs> a button that put? you know, you can place things down, but you can pick stuff up, but you can place them down? It's very frustrating. But that's just because I was stupid. Yeah, give it a go. Um, if anyone wants to try it out, there is just try out the demo. And then if you like it, great. If you don't, then it's not for you. Maybe there's something else out there. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, yeah, and there's not much else I can add. So, um, Kate. Well,
1: before we move on to anything else, I think Freedy's free.
0: Yeah, that's fine. If if wants to join, he can join. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't answer chat. So <laughs> I was too busy. Sorry, I've, I've been responding. <laughs> no, okay. Um yeah, just for the let's let's take a break while we introduce Freddie then into the call. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Sorry I'm late. No, that's no, fine. Um it's my son's birth eighth
4: birthday. I've not been in. I've only been in like five minutes. <laughs> all right, okay, no worries. Getting put the kids to bed, strap the computer.
0: It's like speed running. Yeah, no, 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 it's How are you doing, Steve? How are you doing, Kate? You alright? Yeah, we're all good. We're yeah, all good. How, hopefully you're good as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about Robocop for, yeah. for, for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Right. Right. They're all live listening to me. Um, so, yeah, Robocop is um, came out on PC, PS5, Xbox, oh, two weeks ago, I think, maybe. I'm not sure the exact release date. But they brought out a demo a month ago, and the demo was amazing. And uh, <laughs> we all, I always advocate, don't pre-order. That pre-order and this, you really like the game so i really like the game and i pre-ordered it and i'm glad i did because i've got a half price deal on our on our hashtag not sponsored cd keys website um so it was a bargain bargain at 25 pound of a game um so it's made by tayon and published by Nacon. and if you don't know who tayon developers are um, you might be aware that the infancy made Rambo: First Blood, which was probably one of the worst movie tie-in games ever made. Um, and then they went on to make Terminator. Um, oh, was it Sal- wasn't Salvation, Resistance? Resistance, Terminator Resistance or Resonance? I can't remember. It's something like that. <clears throat> but, ter- but that did really well. Um, they got um, like high re- like moderately high reviews across the board. And it made them a few quid, so they, they decided to purchase I think they're just going through every movie IP at the moment. Um, but they decided they had the license for Robocop. Now, as we know, there hasn't been a Roboc RoboCop game since the Super Nintendo Nintendo days. Um, uh, maybe I think the last one was actually on the Sega Saturn, um, which was like a scrolling shoot 'em up.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, there was there was there have been like Robocop times. Obviously, Robocop was in Mortal Kombat. Um, Mortal Combat Eleven was voiced by Peter Weller, and Peter Weller resumes his role in um the RoboCop game uh, as well. The, the voice acting is pretty good for the most part, but he's obviously the star of the show because he is RoboCop. And uh, just a, a quick segue, they are making RoboCop two now, not the sequel, not the sequel to the disastrous second and third film. This is a direct sequel to the first one, and Peter Weller is resuming his role. Um Robocop's basically gonna be a guy in a suit that uh, and he's, he's gonna be uh, you know, they polymorph their face or whatever it is, deep fake their face to make them look younger. That's basically what they're doing to Peter Weller. So he's, again they've done that in this game as well. They've taken his young likeness and you know, you've got this and Robocop is iconic. Um so if you're not familiar who Robocop is, um uh, basically is a cop called Murphy. Um he goes out on the beat with his partner Lewis. Um they come across this drug warehouse. and if you watch the first film, you know you know what I'm talking about. Um and it's this relevance of the game. So um, he has um he gets like brutally killed. <laughs> probably one of the probably one of the nastiest ways heroes go out in, in movie history. Um and that and that and during that time, like heroes didn't really die. It was always that like, the heroes always won kind of thing so when he when he gets off on the screen everyone's like jesus christ like you know so but he they he basically the cops are owned by a corporation like amazon and uh, they basically make a, um a robot cop like uh, an uh, android version and they they keep they keep his brain his face um and a few other organs of his to get this sort of machine to work it's quite futuristic even though it's set in like a post apocalyptic Sort of area where corporations own all, the, all everything, and um, it's all about corporate wars. And you know, they, the police force is all in, is all like private armies and private this, but everything's privatized. You know, it's not very far off what we're going down to be honest. Everything privatized. Um, so it's it's actually it's really good. Like the the story basically carries on from the first movie. Um, it's in between Robocop one. It's after the events of Robocop one. I mean, like shortly after. And it's before the events of Robocop 2. So it's like the sort of like Robocop 1.5. And the story beats is uh Robocop uh, Murphy is with his partner Lewis. Again, there's a drug lord in town causing mischief. Um he goes to it, they attack a news station, they broadcast it over the news, Robocop turns up and he like starts laying waste to the bad guys in this um area. And at the end, at the end, he has a malfunction, he has a memory lapse. He starts remembering his past and it's a very good um sort of but i didn't think there'd even be anything like this in the game but like, i thought it was just going to be walk around shoot stuff shoot people all the nuts throw people off buildings because <laughs> that's basically all the clips were right so i was like this is going to be a fun fun you know fun time killer a bit like doom you know you don't really care about the story you just you're just there for the action but surprisingly there is a really good story um woven within the law of the, the Robocop universe. And the, all the characters from the first movie reprise their roles, obviously, apart from the ones that aren't in it, If you've watched a film, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't go watch it. Um, and then you'll, you'll got, um, uh, the voice actors for the most part, most, the only ones that reprise their roles are Lewis and, um, Robocop. The other, the, the other actors are the, um, I kind can of the sergeant, the guy that plays his, is, 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 um, Sergeant chief. Of police, um, and the guy that's in charge of the uh, OCP side of it. They they've got like voice, look like, sound like uh, voice actors because uh, I think one of them died, and I don't think the other one does it anymore. He was retired, um, but for the most part, the voice cast is really good, um, but there's also that comes with a but. But I'll get to that later. So gameplay wise, um, you basically can walk around as well with a cop. You've got his um display where he's target. You can target stuff where. It all sort of zooms in, little square zooms in on the target, and you, you can target that like, their gun, and uh, you, it highlights where they are, and you can shoot them in the leg, in the arm, in the nuts, in the chest, in the head, and it's very brutal. Like, the the it, they blow apart like like uh, something like in the Evil Dead movie, like you said, really graphic violence. So if you're quite squeamish and you're not like you don't like like fatalities, <laughs> basically this game is going to be like. Oh, God, because some of it can be quite nasty. But most of it is funny because when you pick them up, you're basically Superman and you can pick up, you can ragdoll them, so you can throw them into each other and they break their arms like, and legs and they run around going, oh, my arm, oh, my leg. And you shoot them in a the nuts. Like, oh, show me the outside. So it's really funny. Like, there's some really funny uh, moments. And if, if they don't say anything, they do the exact scene from the movie. If you Shoot them in the never regions, and it's actually an achievement as well. <laughs> so it's quite <laughs> funny. It's a little nod to the nod to the movie. And you've got i buy an ad for a dollar is in it as well. It's it's um you know, just the humour and the this the, the storyline is very well done. And I'm not gonna spoil it too much other than like you use a must if you're a Robocop fan and you're an action fan and uh, you're you know you're an old school movie fan, this is this game's a must play. because um, 80% of the game is absolutely amazing. Um, stories and then this is where the story sort of sort of kicks in. It's like an RPG, so it's very similar to Fallout, where you go around and you 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 talk um, to how you talk to people. You have a choice system. Now this choice system is there's a couple of ways it goes. You enforce the law, or you are the law. So you either serve the public trust, which basically Robocop does, in, in favour of the people and what generally speaking what he would do as a human or you could do uh, the enforce the law where you're more robotic in how he feels and is more um, towards like stickler for the rules kind of thing and this is a sort of it's not, it's not like a paragon uh, renegade system it's more like a grey area where it's ambiguous what you decide is what's right or wrong and the game will respond to these choices and will give you either further bits of storyline or lore or it will lead to things that um, are hidden or sort of one way you have to go down one way or the other to sort of get each path if you try and stay in the middle um, like if you pick each one like all the time you, your storyline branch will kind of like just it'll just die a little bit so your choices don't really have an impact to the game because you haven't picked enough one way or the other if that makes sense like you haven't basically got enough points in the public trust or um in the in the law enforcement bit, but that's a really good sort of side game in itself, right? And following that, there is a deep um, system where you can upgrade your gun. The RoboCop's gun is the best gun in the game, but, but there is thirty other guns you can pick up and play with, um, regard from, from fifty millimeter hand cannons, mini mini guns, shotguns, uh, Uzi nine, 9 mm uh, and you got the um, and you've got the sort of, you know, standard handguns, Magnums, AK-47, picking up an AK-47 and walking around as Robocop with an AK is quite funny. Uh, and you've got, obviously, the MP4 um, and a few other guns that I haven't actually found yet. Uh, and you've got these tried and tested, right? Well, I'm just going to call it Robocop gun because it's it's a hand cannon from the gods. You know, it's just, you know it's, you've seen the film, you know, it destroys everything. You upgrade that bad boy, and it's got a very intricate system as well um i'm not going to spoil it other than it's, it's pretty cool and you can upgrade the damage the the reload time and it's all to do with um i think the best way to kind of explain it is like a talent pool tree and like wow where you go down certain areas and you can do this at the other but in order to activate the nodes on the on the talent pool tree you need to find these chips that are scattered around the world in chests and from quest rewards and it's just sort of a reward sort of exploration and exploring to get you to find out like, the, the really rare stuff that you can put in this gun to make it broken as anything. Like You can even get chips for infinite ammo and infinite reload. So you never have to reload, you never have to, you never run out of ammo, and you can increase the damage. So it's just like, just basically Rambo time, you know. Um, it's essentially a really excellent add on. And then you've got the talent tree, which you then have like, I think it's eight or nine different specs. Uh, from armor damage, you know, the usual stuff in an RPG armor damage, and then you've got um, uh, your talking, your persuasion, your investigation skills. Or we'll get to that, um, and so on and so forth. So it's quite an in depth system for a double A double-A game. There's a lot more to it than just bam, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, go on to the next quest. Um, so in each zone, so it's basically like mini hub zones where you get teleported in. And the first zone, there's those are quests you solve a murder. You actually have to solve a murder, go around collecting clues, interviewing people, um, talking to witnesses. <laughs> and while you're on the beat, you can arrest people for being drunk and disorderly, damaging property, parking on double leather lines. You know, you can arrest homeless people for being annoying. Like or, you can, or you can just ignore them or you can give them a ticket or you can scare the crap out of them um unfortunately you can't pull your gun out and start shooting everybody because it's against his prime directive so if he if, if, if he's must serve the public trust must protect the public so if you act there is a there is a mission if you accidentally shoot uh, shoot anyone you just the game over <laughs> so because he failed he just gets he just gets immediately shut down so it's quite yeah these four directives are still there um so it's quite Funny how that sort of works in a video game format. So you can't just go right. So I'll get a bang, 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 bang. Like, like Fall Out Fallout Four, you don't like the guy giving you a quest because he's told you to go and get a beer from five yards away. So I go and shoot him. But get it yourself bang. <laughs> can't do that as robocop obviously obviously. Um, so that yeah, there, there is a there's lots of choice, but you can, you can't be bad cop basically, <laughs> which is kind of a little bit. Well, I suppose it kind of fits the story, but it would be nice if you could, you know. Go nuts as Robocop and see what happens. But obviously, yeah, he's gonna get dismantled, isn't he? So but yeah, there's a few surprises as well as as Ed two oh nine in it as well. So they've got the you have ten seconds to comply. You, know, you get all you get all that reference and you actually have to fight some of those as well. Um later on. So that's it's again that's homage to the the first film again, if you've seen the first film. So there's lots of nods, lots of references, and the gameplay is really well. Um it's a lot of walking though it's 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 a it's more of a walking simulator than it is um that like you can't get in Robocop's iconic car and drive and drive it you know there's no driving segments um there's no it's not like g t a five where you can get in your car and drive around and explore and that sort of thing. They're kind of small little isolated areas um but they're they're chock full of um things to find um, and then that sort of sort of covers the the sort of gameplay story elements. Um, so, it's like a choice-based system, graphics are good, sounds good. You know, it's all it's, it hits all the bells and whistles for a Robocop game. And to be fair, it's probably the best Robocop game um, ever made. Uh, and that's I know that isn't a high bar because there isn't that many Robocop games to compare them to. But for 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 Tayon, who have had, haven't really had like super success, um, it's been it's been a really successful launch for them. So. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a really interesting game, and I'm only about five hours in, roughly. So I haven't had much chance to play it uh, recently, but I do really enjoy what I've seen so far. So it's it's not a full review per se, but as as an early impression I do recommend it. However, now this is where I get to the few issues I have with the game. You know me; I've always got to find something to complain about, right? So in in Robocop, unfortunately, on the PC version at least, I've had my myriad of hard crashes bugs at launch was a very rough period on the pc where the game wouldn't load up i'd get it's runs on unreal engine 5 and if anyone's played any game of unreal engine 5 you'll know that the game doesn't work properly even after half the time um so it does crash um i had to turn it down to 1080p even though i can run it in 4k no problem but the game is not optimized for 4k whatever no game seems to be optimized when they launch again this is just one of these um you know you play it you put up with it and it's kind of minor like it's it's not it's not that bad but i did have some game breaking bugs where i did lose all of my progress and i had to start again You know, it's a familiar theme. If you've listened to me complain about games in the past, you always now always lose my bloody save. (laughs) So, like, it's just absolutely stupid that a game is shipped in this condition again. Now, I'm not going to be that hard on them because, again, they're only a small studio. They're an indie studio. They're not that big. You know, they don't have hundreds of team members. The team's about 40 in size. Fairly big team. But it's just... It's just annoying, right? Because... Again, if they just delayed it a week or a month, you wouldn't have it would, they probably could have isolated some of these bugs because the good news is two weeks after launch, they have squashed all the bugs. They have fixed the things that crashed the game, they have fixed the things where it crashes at cutscenes, and there is a lot of cutscenes, and they fixed the issue with the if you played the demo, you couldn't load in your save from the demo. So if you tried to load in your save from the demo, it would soft lock you at the end of the demo and you wouldn't be able to get in the car and progress the story. I had to restart my game and I lost, I lost about three hours of progress and I actually got a lower score because I skipped some of it because I'd already done it. I was like, oh, I just want to get to the bit I ain't done yet. And then I got to the bit I ain't done and the game crashed. <laughs> I had to start again, again, because it corrupted my save. So I had a really rough start of the game. Um, and I did actually leave a negative review on steam um, you know, me, it's just not good enough, blah blah blah. Lost all my save progress twice, crashing all the time, blah, 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 blah. you know, can't continue from the uh, demo. Um, and you know, fair to a fair place within a week, they fixed it. Uh, and then they brought out another patch, uh, yesterday or two days ago that fixed even more stuff. So, you know, they haven't sat on their laurels and sort of just left it as it is like they did with, you know, Rambo and to extent, Terminator. Um, they, They've they've made the game 100 percent more playable. It's more optimized. It's better now. I don't think it had that many problems on console. It was just PC. Um, so console players will probably would not have half this crap that I've suffered with because you know PC players we get shafted. We always do because hey yeah it's a console game. Console game. It's a console <laughs> game. So you know it's always console first and PC second. You know so we're not going to go over that again because I've, I've ranted about that until I'm blue in the face. Um, but yeah, the only other thing as well, and this is the other thing, it's a little bit jarring once because once you hear it, you can't unhear it, is that the voice actor for the sort of main bad guy at the start called Soot, his, his his voice actor does all the voices for all the bad guys, all the gangsters, all, all the gang members that you fight. And um, this includes all um, variations of gang members who are men. So, if you spin in a diverse wheel, they all sound like this guy, <laughs> Which is just a bit jarring when you because you kill one, and he goes, Oh no, he killed my friend. Oh, no, Should be in the dick ah, but it's it's the same voice. but it's it's just it's a, that that it's just a little bit annoying. Um, once you once because at first I wasn't really paying attention to it, because so I was like, Yeah, this is awesome. Should I die by the yeah, this blow sound a blast? But once you start Sort of getting down to the last couple, and they're saying the same thing over and over again, and it does get a little bit jarring. So um, my tip is, if you do find it really annoying, you can turn uh, the voice off while you're in the combat, and then turn it back up for the cutscenes. Just because it's, I don't, I don't think I can listen to you. No, no, don't no shoot and that's well, like for the fiftieth time. Um so <laughs> if you shoot one of them in that, so they all say they shoot me in the nuts, so it's kinda like funny. But if you shoot him in the head, he goes, Oh, he's blown his head off, he's blown my hand off, he's blown my dick. Yeah, it's just constantly I've blown this, out the other off, which is funny at first, but it's just after a little while, gets a bit the voice acting gets a little bit tedious from the bad guys. And I haven't come across any other bad guys yet. So I'm still fighting the same gang members who all have the same haircut. Um, and they all have the same clothes and they all you know, I know they're a gang, but they literally wear the same stuff. So it's like all let's go to gangs R Us and just pull buy suits for everybody. So it's it's a bit cheesy in that regard, but again, it's Robocop, it is it is cheesy. But that's that's the only thing I'm gonna complain about, really. The major thing is just the, the annoying um repetitive voices from the bad guys that you shoot in the face. Um but apart from that, um some of the voice acting is also really bad in places. And sometimes it's really, really good. So it's a double edged sword. Again, like I said, 80% of it overall, very good game. Um, early impressions, I will probably finish it. I'll write this up and I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Um, at launch, if I hadn't have fixed it, it would have been a 5 out of 10, just because of how many bugs were were ruining the game. Um, but if you buy it now, you're not going to have any of that. Um, CD Keys, It's. I think it's still $26.99. Um, so if you haven't got it and you want a fun fun sort of t v movie game to uh, pays homage to Robocop, and overall it was a good experience, I highly recommend it, and it's a solid eight out of ten for me
2: now yeah, cool um I t- looked at this as as a should I should I get it and I was like, well, you
0: know I, I kind of do want to stick to my guns i don't want to support the um triple uh, games and stuff like that, but if it's if it's double A, then maybe I'll get it. Because <laughs> I looked at this and I thought, oh, do you know what? It's, this does this does ring nostalgia for me. And like <laughs> the it, it is like the fact that um Peter Weller's in this, uh, you know, re- repraising reprising his yeah. um his role as Murphy is it's yeah. even better. It's just like, oh but yeah. Uh, the, it's it, really it, funny as well isn't it yeah it, it's, I'm, I'm going to
1: have to be really controversial here and I'm going to get some hate for this but I've never seen Robocop <laughs>
0: and, and then it went silent <laughs> and then it went silent yeah uh, I, I, if you like action films then you'll you'll it's, like it like, it is a good and I would and I would say this with with like you know um, a hint of black like passion but like if you like really good popcorn cheesy 80 films like you're gonna like lo- you but it is—it is, like Freddie said, right at the start. It does have one of the most brutalist's um, scenes in any sort of franchise ever. Like in terms of how a character gets written off, or supposed—well, I say in quotations, written off—because obviously, well, he does. He gets, he, gets, he, he gets. Yeah, he gets. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does get written off pretty badly. <laughs> the fact that he gets. Brought back to life yeah. as a, Thank as Robocop. But yeah, um, it depends on what your, your, your thoughts are on, on those types of films. Otherwise, it's no, it's probably not for everyone. And, um, and that's fair as well, um, to say that. But yeah, there is a lot of nostalgia for people who, like me and Freddie. you grew up watching this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, like I just looked at other people's playthroughs of this and I'm like, you know, I might get it. I might do it I still might get it but again as long as it's not supporting AAA games I'll be happy to sort of like jump in on it
1: to be fair it sounds like something I would enjoy but um, I think it's just one of those franchises that I just I haven't ever gotten around to getting involved with yeah because I'm a big fan of cheesy 80s don't get me wrong
0: yeah, yeah. Well it's then not. then maybe maybe you might find something in this. But um yeah. It's a good kind of cheese though. It's a good kind of, Oh it
4: is a good kind <laughs> yeah, of cheese, no, yeah. It's not the bad it's not the bad eighties cheese or it's like, Jesus Christ, what am I watching? <laughs> you know. So I'm gonna make you all feel old now that Robocop came out in nineteen eighty eight. Oh shit. Wow. <laughs> I was nine when
2: I watched Robocop. Oh <laughs> I, I don't I want not <coughs> Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, Mr. Steve. Sure. <laughs> I might have been six. I don't know. Or three.
1: I was definitely not born then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all us, all
4: oldies in the chat as well. They weren't born then either. Yeah, none of
0: them were born then. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. Every, yeah, everyone watching at home, or even if you're listening to this on the podcast right now. Um. No, I I do like the look of this. Going back to the sort of rounding up, let's round round this up because I know there's there's a lot I want to get through. Actually, from the news, Ooh. well, not so much the news section. Actually, well, yeah, I suppose it does classify as news. But yeah, I do want to get this. It does look good. Uh, I'll give it a go, but I'm not paying. I'm not I'm going to pay, I don't want to pay full price for it. Literally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just because I've got so many things I want to pay for and I got the, you know, it is that time of year though. We're getting that, you know, if someone wanted to
2: buy me it, just saying Christmas is coming up. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, anyway. All right. Um, so,
0: gaming news. I mean, d- should we just jump into this then? The game of the year then. Announcements we've made the other day. <laughs> Um, and it's no surprises, is there? We we we've reported on the podcast. We've reported on this in um, the last, uh, I think, the last two years. We're coming up to our yeah. Uh, yeah. three years. We've almost been going. Yeah. Um, um, nothing's changed in terms of like what surprises us by now. But we're a little bit more freer to say what we want. We we generally, well, we don't really care so well, much I, now. I'll
4: say what I want anyway we say what
0: we want um, <laughs> we was a little bit more reserved back then but now we're, yes. we we yes. Um, no, now could give give monkeys toss <laughs> um, so <laughs> so now I'm not gonna I'm, we're not gonna I'm not gonna watch the whole event because I, I find that kind of too tedious and boring but we, we do have a list of games um, I say a list of games there's about six games that uh, got announced the other day and it's been no surprise then Game of the Year Comes up uh, on the seventh. So, depending on when you're listening to this, like if you're watching, obviously, if you're watching now, um, then great. But if you watch, if you're listening to this in sometime in the future, it may already have happened, or it might be happening, you know, in, in a couple of weeks' time. But on the seventh of December this year is when they finally announced the Gaming Award, um, twenty twenty three. And um so yeah the games that i have announced just recently I thought we would talk about it and really take the piss out of um on what our thoughts are what should get it and what should be there and what we think <laughs> shouldn't <laughs> be there so game of the year the first category right. is game of the year um you can vote for these now if you wish um you've got time you've got until I think the 7th as i said the 7th of November uh, 7th of December uh, 2023 depending on when you're listening to this First game, Alan Wake two.
2: Shouldn't even be there.
4: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not being funny, but that game has barely come out, right? It's it's a terrible game.
0: Yeah, from what we know, from, from,
4: from what from what I've read, from yeah. what I've seen, like it's been slammed to oblivion. You know, obviously, it ticks all the right boxes for you know for the you know the usual fanfare of the day standard. And um, but it's an Alan Wake game without Alan Wake in it. So uh, yeah, um, figure that one out. How's it game of the year when your lead character is not even in the game for like for barely half, not even half the game? So I'll, I'll go on a tangent because <laughs> like, I think this is a, I think this well, is
2: absolute nonsense. Yeah.
4: Like this shouldn't be there at all. No, not in my opinion. It's, it one, shouldn't be there.
0: One game I do agree with, and I hope it gets something, is Baldur's Gate Three. Is the next I'm one on the list?
2: That.
0: Yes, um, that yeah. has to get something in this in this um this year's. Um, Gaming awards
2: that
4: deserves to be there.
0: um, Yeah, without I mean I haven't put that much time in it, but um, if if I go on from what I've seen other people talk about or or heard other people talk about and seen play on their channels and stuff on their Twitch channels or whatever, wherever I've seen it or and heard from um, sources and stuff like that. I, I the character the character design, the, the the story beats in some of these in this game, like the how, how you come across meeting people uh in this game, for me, I just I love how they play off each other. I love the fact that you can go to your own camp and take all your clothes off and run a man naked, <laughs> which I have, <laughs> which I have done. <laughs> I, I can, I, I, you can actually. <laughs> I don't. That that was the first thing I thought of. Can you can you strip everybody in the camp? Yes, you can. <laughs> so, of that you of. So, so, why would you not? Why would you not? Uh, I I chose a. I chose <laughs> the fact that you can. You can choose the. You can choose. That you could choose the sex of character, you could choose whether your ca- character is male or female, and you could still keep whether or not they're <laughs> binary, non-binary, whatever, however, whatever wording you want to use nowadays, which is uh, whichever is suited to your, your, to, you know, whatever you you best suit to. Um, but I had, I, I chose a female, <laughs> I chose a female character, but I'd, I'd forgotten to change it from. You'd also, you could still keep like a he and she sheen. Um, as well so uh, i i have a female character a female body female character and everything about um but they still they refer to me as as him and i guess that's something you can do in in the game and some people got a little bit pissy about that but i thought it was quite funny i'm referred to as him every time in in conversation they do refer to you i don't because they they never actually refer to you as your chosen name because i think the chose some of the names I've chosen for my characters in the past, I probably can't mention on here um <laughs> for legal reasons. <laughs> I do have some very choice choice names um, <laughs> but, um <laughs> but um yeah, um. Betty Big Bollocks is not one of them. <laughs> it's something you don't expect to hear during during the conversation. Um, but I, I think it's just generally fun. it's so funny that the writing is brilliant in the, in the game. The fact that there's so much dialogue that is being recorded in in the game as well um, from the actors that have provided it because um, they they have to react to certain things to what you say as well. So. You'll, you'll pick a piece of dialogue and then someone might react to that. But it could be either a joyful reaction or, or a questionable reaction, you know. Like, yeah. Really? What?
4: They'd also question what you do as well. What, how yeah. you act and yes. things you do in
0: town and towards people and things. The amount of d- attention to detail in this is actually quite amusing um, for me. So yeah, this definitely deserves something. Um, no surprise, this is also on there. Then Marvel Spider-Man 2. I mean, who... Who knew? You know, it hasn't been out it's that long. More. But, I mean, it's, it's paid for. Yeah. yeah, of course it is. It hasn't. It's been out less, less time
4: than Alan Wake. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, you know, there's, there's far better games deserving of game of the year. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. Spider-Man 2 is a good Spider-Man game. But if you've played the first one, it is literally like for like combat. And gameplay is more or less the same with a few added extras and um, skills, and obviously Venom's in it, which makes it much better, obviously. But Venom is only playable for a tiny portion of the game, which is a cop-out. It's a massive cop-out for me, personally, and I'm a massive Marvel Spider-Man fan. And I didn't think much of the storyline. I actually actually cancelled my pre-order after I watched a few reviews. And then I decided to watch the game from start to finish. So one of those um, gameplay, you know, with uncut, cut scenes and stuff. Because if, if you played the first one, if you've played uh, Miles Morales, the gameplay is, is, is identical. There's nothing new there. Mm. Um, and they added a bunch of annoying side quests. Oh, you remember, you didn't want to play as Mary Jane in the first game. Well, guess what? Now she's back five more missions and she's now Lara Croft. So, you know, it's, it's, I don't get me wrong. Do you like me a lovely, strong female lead? But they changed the way she looks. And uh, this is probably a minor thing, And but she's absolutely stunning in the first game. And then in the second game, they make her hit, being hit by the ugly branch of every tree on the planet all the way down to the floor, and then hit again just for good measure, just to get that jawline just slightly ajar. It's just really annoying that they have to... Desexualized characters, and there's a lot of the message in this game as well, which is i it's i don't care that much the fact that it's there, but the fact that they removed they sold this game across the planet right and in india in in the in the east they removed all of that <laughs> and it didn't aff- it didn't affect the game at all it still sold really well. this stuff has been in all over the news, like the gaming news. Um this, um like the section with
2: the deaf girl in it. But great. All four inclusivity, fantastic. But in a Spider-Man game, I want to play
4: as Spider-Man. <laughs> I want to play as bad enough, but you make play as Mary Jane. You then you then make Peter Parker oh, I'm gonna spoil the territory. I just hate the fact they, they write Peter Parker such a it's such a misfire with him as as the Venom suit. There should have been so much more dialogue between him and his friends, and we should have seen more of evil Peter. Like if you've watched the original Spider-Man series, right from 1994, and you watched that Venom series, where he goes so far, so far down the line that he nearly kills all of his nemesis, and it's just so well done. That is written and acted better in the 1994 TV show than a multi-million-pound budget with world-class actors and direction. In in a, in one of the most anticipated sequels of the you know video game universe, if you like, because Spider-Man One was amazing, Miles Morales was amazing, um, and they had elements of that crap in it that um, it, it, it detracts from the main story. And that's all that's all how I really feel about it. it. Just it detracts from the enjoyment because there's more emphasis on all this side stuff. And when you really think about it, why would Peter Parker go out of his way to do this stuff? he really wouldn't. It's it's more about um political messaging than it is about what Spider Man would actually do in his spare time and who he'd actually go after. Cause can you imagine Spider Man in the comics, like in the in the in the in the old comics putting putting down his suit and then just going around asking people their problems and solving their love life for him. Instead of you know fighting scorpion and all the rest of it in the background when the world's on fire, like no 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 let me solve your marriage problems let me solve your relationship problems oh you want to go out of view okay let me sort that out for you. it's just it's just so out of character for Peter Parker to do you know I get it he's your friendly neighborhood Spider Man he ain't that fucking friendly right <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he wants to get on and save the take out the bad guys um and it's that that to me isn't worthy of game of the year material, but of course it's going to be there because it ticks all the boxes. So, you know, it's, that's the only reason it's up there for inclusivity. And don't get me wrong. If inclusivity is done well, and I've always said this, if it's done well, got no problem with it. But when it's kind of forced <laughs> into the narrative and there's one particular scene that really bothers me, And know people, you know, it's your own opinion. If you're not bothered, you're not bothered, are you? But for me, there's one particular scene where, um, Peter Parker gets the verbal beating of a lifetime and everything he's accused of is literally not his fault because he's, you know, he was possessed by venom and that is all just thrown out the window. And he's just berated. Like he's some sort of delinquent, neglectful waste of space, douchebag of a guy who's just neglecting his girlfriend. (laughs) It's just like, you know what you signed up for? when you went out of him in the first game. So all of a sudden now that's a problem. Even when you're using him to make money, what the fuck? <laughs> it's it's just a whole narrative. It's just, it just doesn't need to be there. Yeah, you know, it, it, if it is going to be there, at least put it in a serious conversation where they sit down and they're, you know, hashing out their problems. Like, you know, feel like they're an actual couple, not when it's supposed to be a boss fight. Who I mean, wants to listen to a lecture when you're trying to fight? You know, you're trying to fight somebody. It's, it's just like uh, Jesus Christ. Um. Anyway, I'll shut up moving on but <laughs> Spider-Man Spider-Man 2 just for me personally shouldn't be anywhere near
2: game of the year but that's just you know my opinion and you're entitled to your own and what you think of it
1: One thing I would like to touch on you said something uh, in, in that bit of a 3D rant there that kind of struck with me um, is it, the comment on inclusivity I think something like Spider-Man 2 being included for Game of the Year is you know it If if it's it's fan base, then great. But when it comes to things like inclusivity, like you said, there there's uh, some sort of scene with like a deaf girl in there. If it feels forced, it's not inclusivity.
2: Mm.
1: And I feel like that's something important that isn't often distinguished in games. Yeah. You know, like inclusivity should be is natural.
2: Yeah.
1: It's natural to see different people. It's natural to see you know people who have different abilities, different races, different whatever, different genders, you name it. But if you're playing a game and it's got inclusivity in there and it feels forced, that's not inclusivity. No. And if you've got that that kind, I say in quotation marks, of inclusivity, then to me, that's not a game. That's worthy of Game of the Year. Not if it makes someone feel like them existing would feel forced.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, 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 yeah. Just to touch on the
4: subject again, I, I've got no problem with it being being there. Like, I've got no problem with them um, playing a the deaf girl section. The fact that it just comes out of left field and it's it's just literally forced into a superhero game, and then it becomes about miles's deaf girlfriend for for one pointless mission where all she's doing she's defecating property with cans of spray paint, <laughs> so she's breaking the law by damaging property, and it's. And it's just the whole mm. thing just feels really cheap, but she communicates with emojis.
2: You know, and that, yeah, to like me, that, that, that that's, that's not cheap.
1: inclusive to me. I've I've no. got deaf family.
2: Yeah, if I was so playing I a like. game and
1: I saw that, I would genuinely be a, a little bit offended. Yeah. It's not if if you're going that is so far as to put that kind of thing in, it's not a lot of effort to take the leap from emojis to writing on a notepad, like yeah. some deaf people communicate, or yeah. ASL or BSL. You know, just mm-hmm. having that little bit of like, you don't have to shine a spotlight on it, but having them there, having them be seen, that's inclusivity. Showing yeah. that these people do exist in everyday life. They don't yeah. need to, you know, break the law to be seen. They don't need to have their own missions. No,
2: no if exactly. If you ride was- a
1: mission for them, great.
2: Yeah, but, but if you just- can't
1: fit it in in a way that feels natural, don't force it in. Yeah,
2: and and the fact that the
4: fan base already complained about doing this sort of mission in a superhero game anyway, and the. The direct the creators actually said, "Oh no, we don't have any of that stuff in the game this time," and then we've got six missions of non-Spider-Man content that is literally forced into the game. And she does have, you know, when she's talking to Miles, they do do the sign language, and they do do the. You know, there is, there is that is in the naturally in the game because that is established in the first game that she's deaf, and you know they, that's a narrative that carries on. But the fact that the mission just comes out of nowhere, and the fact that she's not even in the eyes of the law she's not although like they no one really butts an eyelid anymore with spray painting walls and stuff but she's doing it in broad daylight right where there's cops about and stuff it's it's just and the fact that she's talking to herself with emojis and and she's just it makes her seem like she's nuts
1: (laughs) in my opinion like accidental um relation between being different and being strange
4: yeah exactly and it's it's just, it doesn't feel right, you know? And then that's yeah. just my, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're kind of agreeing with me because I, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, because some people go nuts at you with saying, saying, saying what we say. Um, Like you're just against it because it's you know, inclusive. And now that's not, that's not my issue. And then, you know, it never has been. I'm all for inclusivity. And is there is a right way and wrong way to go about it? At least I feel in video game format, and this is the one of the wrong ways to go about it in a superhero video game.
1: Yeah. So, like, I, I think it applies to all media's because, it, like, to an extent, you can compare it to like '80s and '90 films having a token black character. Yeah. That's not inclusivity. No. That's pandering. Yeah. You can't look at that and say, "Oh, yeah, they were being inclusive in that film." No, they were trying to look inclusive without having to actually do it. Yeah. And it's exactly, it, from what you're, you're describing, it sounds like exactly the same thing. It's not inclusive. It's it's pandering and pretending to be inclusive. Yeah, exactly. And if you go into that much effort to pretend to do it, why not just be inclusive?
2: Yeah. Exactly that. And
4: I'll just, I just I want to mention one of the things that I do find quite funny, as they've got every gender of flag in the game <laughs> along this massive stretch of, of highway going for miles and miles and miles. And that was them including representation and as they they were so proud of this segment they were so proud of it they cut it out in every reiteration of the game sold
0: in the east <laughs> so
4: yeah, yeah. you know they they pander in up to a point um, but if it doesn't make them any money they take it straight out yeah. that just, just shows you how how negated i you know in some stand are.
1: Their ground on it being exactly like being yeah.
4: exactly if you if you're going to be inclusive and you're going to stand by it then you don't remove it for anybody yeah, you know, and the fact that they're just willing to take out for the sake of a few quid just shows how shallow this message it is for this company. Exactly, yeah, exactly that, and that's why it's a double standard, and why it's, they're just. Oh, anyway, <laughs> I just go go on and on and on because it does Sorry, that, mean, that one's my fault. I made it.
1: No, little no that's fine. <laughs> no, that's
4: fine. But it's it, but it's not us that have made it political. As Spider man that's done that by by putting it unnecessarily in the game which detracts from the overall experience and it's not about Spider-Man. It's about something else. You know what I mean? That, that's, yeah. that's the problem. It's it's not about the game. It's not about the enjoyment of the universe. It's not about Spider-Man and Peter Parker. It's now about, um, you know, a, a forced death girl with, with emojis in her brain and real stupidness. It's got flags up the wazoo going, and it's just, it's more emphasis on that than it is on the, the gaming side of it. At least, for the most part, all of the side missions are like that as well. They're all forced. Yeah. They're all just, just you know, some of them aren't, but the majority of them are just like why would spike? Like I said earlier, why would Spider Man go out of his way to do any of this? It, it just doesn't make sense from a narrative point of view. Um, there's, uh, uh, sorry, Steve, there's one more thing. There's one, there's one, there's one section where Spider Man is sitting down talking to a granddad. He listens to his granddad for about 25 minutes. You've got to sit here. And I watched this. You've got to sit there for 20 And he's telling him his life story. And and then, like, uh, he goes, Oh, can you, you mind going and catching my pigeons for me and releasing them somewhere else in the city? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Spider Man is our pigeon chaser? What is this fable? <laughs> what, what What's going on here? So it was, it's just stuff like that. It's just absolute nonsense. You know, it's just padding. No one, no Spider Man in a million years would go pigeon chasing. You'd be like, "All oh, right, mate, whatever." <laughs> Got better things to do, you know. Got people to save, bad guys to kill. You know, I think flying around collecting pigeons wouldn't be top of his priority list. Um, let's be honest. But um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I, I was, sorry, I just sort of sort of throw that in there because it's just how stupid the side missions are. That's what I'm getting at. Game of
2: the year, no chance. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, okay. So it's hard, to, it's hard to
0: move on from that without actually um, mentioning it. But I think we um, we should actually get onto the. There's still well, there's still three more that we uh we we should mention. Um, oh, was there? Oh, sorry. There's, yeah, there's only six games. I don't know if you if you were aware. Six games. Yeah, if you remember, this, there's actually me, yeah. yeah. If you remember, in the last well, every game of the year has only been you know despite how many games come out this year, they they focus on the six biggest ones that paid the money. Um Resident Evil
2: 4. Um, um I mean that's fair. Yeah. And that's but I, I actually highly rate that game. Um I think I
4: said so at the time as well. Yeah. I did a we did a piece on it and I was gushing about Resident Evil 4. Um yeah, I can't argue that pick. That's um and that's one of what well, that was one of the most highly anticipated titles of the year. And yeah. it lived up to its reputation. And thankfully, Capcom didn't drop the ball on that, but they did with number three. so no. yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy that's, I'm happy that's there. Um, what would what, what do you yeah. think, Kate, do you think it's where we have been on the list?
1: To be honest, I haven't heard much about that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, on that's, that's
0: deserving, that's deserving. Um, yeah. And then obviously because you know Nintendo needs to be represented, um, Super Mario oh, no. Brother's Wonder. Is yeah. is also there? That's amazing. I've com- I've completed it. no I don't own a in, in, I've never had a Nintendo. Oh, actually, I might have had a Game Boy, but that's uh, uh that was the only time I've ever owned anything Nintendo wise. But um, yeah, I don't uh, know modern Nintendo stuff, so I can't honestly say oh, that
1: Nintendo
0: games. So, I really do. Um, so that's worth worth being now. And the other Nintendo game, obviously, I suppose it's a sequel to Breath of the Wild, about that. Le- uh, The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, worthy. Yeah,
4: hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've just going back to Mario Brothers Wonder. Sorry, our TV come on then. Yeah. Myself. Um uh, Mario Brothers Wonder is a is a fantastic game. I've completed it. Um, highly, highly, in terms of like Nintendo games, Nintendo game of the year. Yes, it is one of the best games on the Nintendo Switch. Is it worthy to be Game of the Year? I have everything, maybe, but it's a it's a platform game. You know, it's there is that is a very niche market. There isn't much competition for Mario in in that sense. So yeah, it, yeah, it could easily be Game of the Year, but they're, they're, you could probably argue there could probably be something else worthy putting on there. I mean, I would
0: put Lies of P above Mario Wonder on there. Yeah, um, in terms of game of the year, well, then you could just take some. But, uh, some uh, you take out Alan Wake, and then you can add, um,
4: yeah. P instead. Yeah, Al- P should definitely be there to serve Alan Wake because uh, Mario deserves to be there. Legend of Zelda is a phenomenal achievement. Like the stuff you can do in that game yeah. is is just like, like um, it really is a game as playground. Like the stuff you can do is just lunacy, and especially on on Nintendo hardware as well. We no one know how limited limited uh, limited the uh, sorry. English uh, limited uh, switches in terms of raw power compared to a PC, uh,
2: PS5, Xbox, and the fact that what they do with that game um, is phenomenal. Um, and the game is fantastic. So I, I definitely feel that um, it should
4: definitely be up there with Baldur's Gate as uh, yeah, probably the two favourites for the game of the years: it's Legend of Zelda and, and Baldur's Gate 3 just because of how innovative and how fantastically yeah. designed and intricate legend of zelda is and if you haven't played tears of the kingdom if you've never played a switch or owned a switch it is literally one of those rare occasions where it is a system seller and it's worth owning like if you can afford it get one and get it because it's you won't regret it like, it's, it's, it has everything and the story is good as well which also helps but it's i can't rate it highly enough like it's hard for me to pick between Baldur's Gate and Legend of Zelda. I'm glad I haven't got the side between them two. <laughs> but well, yeah, hundred percent.
0: Um, sorry, that's what you sort of about. Just sorry. Yeah, uh, no, I, no, sorry. I, um, I finished. Just it, before we go to the next sort of like, I'm not going to go through all the categories. By the way, I just I just want to breeze through some of it because obviously, um, a lot of it's just repeats of games anyway. But there have been a lot of games that come out of. Uh, this year and notably um, not just because I was reminded of this but um, yeah Hogwarts Legacy came out Yeah, in you the year. must put
1: that in the chat I was going to mention that because I'm quite I surprised was, that that
0: wasn't I, on there I was going to mention it before it got mentioned I'll in the chat so um, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a massive game like I think um, you know it, it got some controversy added to it again I'm not going to go into it because it's already been mentioned before but, um, necessarily, yes, yeah, unnecessary, um, yes. attachments to it. Um, nonsense. nonsense, it is. Um, but yeah, I'm surprised there's there's lots of games that come out. I mean, you know, Alan Wake was put in for the sake of it being put in. You know, yes, Spider Man was going to get a mention, of course, it was because, you know, money. Um, why is it limited just down to six? Why not? Why can't we have eight? You know, to choose from because these, these are, these at the moment, these are just nominations. Why have we only got six um, to choose from? Why have we got more, more uh, games to choose from? We could have like a list of 10. There's there's probably 20 games that come out. Yeah. Yeah. That came out this year um, that doesn't get a mention. And it's kind of sad that they don't do that. I know, I know this is all corporate um, uh, decisions that are made. It's all paid for. It's literally all paid for. And that's why it win. Um I, I, I wouldn't want to put a bet on this year. I wouldn't do it in any year. Um, I definitely hope Baldur's Gate get... and Studios deserve a men- massive mention. They deserve to win something. Game of the Year? I don't know. Yeah, they deserve it. Um, like I haven't played the Legends of Zelda games I don't you know again Super Mario I, I can only go by your words because I don't own it on Nintendo I heard too many bad things about Alan Wake 2 it doesn't deserve to be there Dave the Diver should be up there Dave the Diver exactly that that came out this year why isn't that there that should then?
4: be considered yeah, that, even if you put it as a sub, uh, indie game of the year yeah like, okay like, if you want to put indie yeah, game yeah. but
0: because
4: um, Looking through this list it's just, it's literally
0: the same game. yeah, the same I mean, I, game. I mean I know that um, you're, you're probably already going through the list, but yeah i I just don't get why it's limited to two like six games. It should be more let let the, let the let the paying public decide what game of the year should be don't let, exactly. don't let like publishers and reporters um, you know media. People who, people who get paid to do, who play games to do this, get to choose what we, the public, put our hard-earned cash towards. And we don't get a say in it. But, oh, we we're supposed to believe that we are getting a say in it by opening up to yeah. the public. But ultimately, I think the decision's already been made. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it's safe face. It's opening but up like yes. after you've already nominated everything that's exactly. been paid for.
4: Yeah. Yeah, after you've already put forward who's going to win what the other, because whoever's paid the most money in your pocket to to have the game there, because that's already evident by Alan Wake two being there, like that that is proof positive that somebody's paid someone to put that on that list. because yeah. that, that should not be anywhere near that. And you know, arguably, you could say you could also you could probably argue Resident Evil four and definitely Spider Man two and Mario Brothers Wonder because although Wonder was. A great game it wasn't released to critical acclaim like tears of the kingdom you know is it is it really game of the year contender really when you know we, we all know mario games sell well all the time and so does zelda so should, should they just have their own category like best nintendo game of the year you know best cut co- you know best uh place you know best um next generation console game of the year that sort of thing if it had its own little separate sections they'd yeah. probably be a bit fairer but they would never do that because you know <laughs> fair and corporations
2: corporations not go they don't go any near the same it's oil and water them too <laughs> yeah but, uh, um, but yeah, yeah just, just to touch on your sorry Steve just to touch on what you're saying about um Hogwarts Legacy Um,
4: just the fact that that was omitted for, for no reason is again similar the, they harp on about inclusivity and and that with that game again um that they did that that game did try to be inclusive not and uh, not forced inclusive and it just goes to show that you can't please everybody and in this yeah. case you can't please no one um you know and uh, they were told but well, their advisors were told that not to pander to all the nonsense because of everything surrounding jk rowling which is you know has got nothing to do with the video game or well, the company that made it she just licensed it to them you know that that's It's really harsh on the development and the developers of that game to be to be not included in the list because of that is is massively out of order because that game was a phenomenal achievement for a, you know, for the type of game it was, you know, name one quality wizard game where you could do the stuff you could do in that game. And you look as good as that and sound as good as that. Not including the PC version because the PC version was well below mm. par. But, <laughs> yeah. um, you know... PC the, port. It's a PC port. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a console game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the, the PC version aside, console-wise, it was good. And and if you, you know, again, they fixed it. People started enjoying it more. The, the review ratings went up. It, um It's just... There's a lot of go- there is a lot of work, a lot of voice acting, a lot of content in that game,
2: yeah, and yeah
4: games of the year should be based not just on you know popularity, but how much is content is in the game, how much of it is voice, how much of it is quality, the production value, all of it. you know everything should be included in the, in the game of the year to so everything that they sort of break down into sections should all be wrapped up in game of the year, and that's how it should work um, and Hogwarts Legacy. Definitely ticks a lot of those boxes. Definitely, um, narrative and music score alone should have its nom- should have some nominations there, easily. And audio design because that was some epic um, sound work was done in that game. When you're having a full-on magic battle and everything's whizzing past, especially if you're wearing headphones, it sounds amazing.
0: It does, yeah.
4: So you know, it's it's a it's a it's a shame that the people just can't. Let go of their hate um, for no reason, you know? yeah. But it is what it is, you know? yeah. And I'll, we'll move on because I don't want to keep babbling on about it. But, yeah, <laughs> it's it's, um, it's just a shame. It should be there. It should it yeah. should
0: be there. Uh, yeah. So so some of the categories that I've d- I'm not going to go through all the games because, like, we already know it's the same games. But there's there's best direction, <laughs> which is the same games. Best narrative. The difference. Uh, uh, best narrative have included. Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty, and Final Fantasy, um, is it, 14,
4: 16, 16, 16. yeah, that should okay. be up with game of the year as well, yeah. uh, That phenomenal as as
0: well, um, yeah, I don't understand why Phantom Liberty is there, that's an expansion, yeah, uh, well it's best nar- yeah. narrative, and it's, it's, yeah. it's only because,
4: it's only because of who's in the game, yeah, well, yeah, it Elba, it's, it's, it's the only reason it's up there. His perform his performance is worthy of a mention in the acting, if they had an acting one. He's amazing in that. Yeah. I do I do agree that it's a good narrative and it's a good story. I mean, yeah, you know, well, he's a good actor. But, so. there, yeah, but there was definitely other games that should be there. Yeah, um, but,
1: yeah know, but something like that you've got to take into account how much of that good narrative is actually good writing and how much of that is good acting. Yeah. Because if it's all yeah. good acting, it's not a good narrative. It's just a good actor. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Um, but yeah, again, yeah, I just rub out and i 2, wait too. Just while we're here, <laughs> no,
2: what yeah, just get rub out. it out.
0: <laughs> it uh... just doesn't exist. <laughs> Typo. So and <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, now best art direction. They it's again same games again, but this time the Hi-Fi Rush and Liza P are included. Um, again, we mentioned Liza P as being game has been, you know, a chance to yeah. be game of the year. Um, I don't know anything yeah. about Hi-Fi Rush, so I can't really comment on that. But it's um, it's a
4: music. It's, you, you know, you're familiar with Devil May Cry, yes. Right, so it's Devil May Cry, but you have to do it in time to the music. So you have to attack in time with the music. All oh,
0: right, okay. So it's yeah. a rhythm-based
4: fighting game. So it's a unique game. And it is fun, but it looks like a anime game. Like it looks like Dragon Ball Z. Yes, from shaded yeah. game. So, so it's that art style. Art so it, it does look. It does look cool. I mean, it's very flashy, and I can understand why it's there. And in terms of games that have come out this year, because I, I thought that didn't come out this year, but that came out in January. Yeah. you know, quite a while ago. Um, and yeah, that is uh, that is where that is we to be there. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't want to sort of stick around too long on these uh, subjects. No, but no, um, no. Sorry. just to bring in, just to bring in, obviously, Liza, Liza P, uh, for its art direction. I mean, or oh, I Alan, kind of agree. Alan Wake Two, Super Mario, no, uh, le- le- <laughs> The Legend of Zelda. They're all. Mario Brothers, Wonder this. definitely.
4: Mario Bob's Wonder definitely. Yeah, the stuff that goes on in that game is how beautiful it looks and the the level design and the stuff that happens when you collect the wonders. Absolutely. Again, phenomenal achievement for the Nintendo team on that hardware. And uh, yeah, that definitely deserves to be mentioned in the art direction.
0: Yep. And yeah, I think, well, Liza P, I think is still on my wish list as a game to sort of like. <laughs> 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 that wish list is getting so far <laughs> into the future.
2: Give me the games. I, 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 time, I, I will probably
0: retire before I get to actually play half, half of these.
2: Library, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it'd be interesting. I like that. I'm, I'm glad that they have included some other games for different categories. But I think yeah. the categories are wrong for some games. if That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um. Because the next category is best score in music. Now, again, it's the same same games, but th- um, as we've just mentioned, Final is there, Hi-Fi, yeah. Baldur's Gate, on Wake Two, Zelda, is there. Sorry, Legends of Zelda. Um, they're all there. I mean, I, I would yeah. Look, I've only out of all of those, I've only played Baldur's Gate three, so I, I I would be biased to say it, but I mean at the same time, that's just I my mean opinion.
4: in all honesty, Final Fantasy sixteen has the best music I've heard in any video game ever. Yeah. And that and that's including Baldur's Gate three, yeah. which I've got like two hundred yeah. hours in. So, yeah, and I've got like over a hundred hours in Final Fantasy sixteen as well. So uh, it's close between them two. They're both phenomenally good um music scores. But you know, as I dabble with music myself, um so I have a little bit of a keener eye on the, the music side of things on these games. To me, Final Fantasy XI just pips it. Just because of be some of the
1: of Final Fantasy have yeah, always understood the assignment.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's it's just, especially the epic set pieces, they have the you know fifteen, twenty-minute long Set pieces for these fights, and they get they flow with the fights, and it's it's just an incredible. It enhances the experience so much. As in Baldur's Gate three, it's more of a background thing. There's not really a theme that sort of overtakes yeah. the action or or anything. um It's more of like a, although the the music is great, and it does the combat music is great, and the, you know the, the somber scenes are fantastically well done, and you know every every piece of music fits every scene. um Overall, Final Fantasy sixteen. Does does win. If I if I do win that on that, I'll be very disappointed. Say, uh, as long as Baldur's Gate or well, Ace 16 gets it,
2: and not Alan Wake 2, I'll be very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, well move on <laughs> Um No, we're gonna stay there. <laughs> now nah,
0: we're, we're moving on. I don't care. We're moving on. <laughs> Best audio design, and they've included Dead Space. Obviously, Dead Space remake came out this year. Um, Animate Two, Dead Space, uh, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man Two, Mar- uh, Resident Evil Four. I mean, it's all about like that sound of like
2: the eeriness, I suppose, as well because it's audio. Spider-Man sounds. there, but. Um, I- I- yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, I agree with. Um, you know my thoughts on the other
4: three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, Resident Evil 4, uh, I mean, I guess, but it's, it's- kind of just upscaled from the first game, so it's not really anything new. So I can't really see how that comes across as best audio design. Oh, we're just re-recording our sounds for the remake. Okay, well
2: done. It's the best. Okay, brilliant. No. No, no, Hi-Fi Rush Dead Space, definitely. But, but these, these guys even know what they're talking about?
4: <laughs> they're just putting names out of the same, the same names out of the hat over and over again. <laughs> just some random, you pull it into, we've got, oh, we've got to fill these two, three spaces. I was, yeah, just stick Alan Wake 2 in it and
2: Spider-Man, sod it. <laughs> it's just, you know, that's what it feels like. Anyway, stop. Yeah. <laughs> <There,
0: laughs> um, if we, moving on from that, um, there is a best performance category, um, and Idris Elba is is actually lined up for has been nominated, um, and he's going to be going against uh, obviously for his, his 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 role for Phantom Men, uh, Liberty, um, and then he's going to go up against uh, Ben Star Final Fantasy Cameron um, Morgan is it Morgan Star, Star Morgan, Wars Jedi Morgan so like Han. Han. yeah Mark, Morgan Han. yeah sorry Melly mm-hmm. uh, Bluebird uh, Alan Wake Two, uh, Neil no. Newborn, Bordersgate Three, and Yuri uh, uh, no. Lofenal? Lohan, is that Mar Marvel's Spider Man Two. I, I think. I mean, if you're going to go on performance, he's going to basically, I, I suppose, Idris.
4: It's <laughs> between between Ben, ben Starr and Idris Elba, and I will say Ben Starr is nominal in in final fantasy 16 hands down the best performance i've heard out of a character and i you know i'm not just saying this for, for the sake of it. it generally blew me away how good he was and that's his first ever role as well like first ever major lead mm. in, a, in a in a project and he absolutely killed it yeah you know and he, when he's when he has his really upset scenes and he's screaming about his you know what happens in the story i really felt it you know he really fit his performance i just elba about saying he's phenomenal anyway you know he's a proven worldwide world-class actor um and as for the others they they can't touch ben star or Edris. there between it's between ben star and edress for me but ben Starr should win it
2: yeah. if it was my choice ben star would win it but you probably all know Edris is going to win it <laughs> yeah pretty much yes
0: Well, that was like last year's ones was straight away. You knew he was going to win it um, for, um, what's his, uh, Rag, uh, yeah, the Ragnarok. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about Kratos. Kratos, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty much. Uh, Forgiven, um, yeah, yeah. How good he it. was how yeah. well-known he was in that, yeah. Um, I don't know if this makes any sense to anybody but that oh well i suppose it might do the uh, innovation in uh, accessibility recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features technology and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience the nominations in this category diablo 4 forza motorsport hi-fi rush marvel spider-man 2 Mortal Kombat One, Street Fighter Six. Not played any of them apart from Diablo Four, so I can't really say whether uh, any of them deserve so, to be
2: there. I mean, I
4: mean this this category is kind of hard is, to judge because it, is. it isn't for us. You no, know, it's not. It's for not, us. is it? So, so you
0: know, it's all.
4: Dedicated. All I can go by is when I look at this, I look at how easy they make the game. Yeah. So when I see it it's what can they, what have they put on? That's easy peasy mode, and what have they changed in? And what have they done this, that, the other? And um I think Hi-Fi Rush had some uh, options to turn and make timing easier and you know, make auto play and stuff like that. Um that's the only one I think of, I think I know of on that list that list. Um Motorsport Sport again has extensive um auto turn ons and loads of accessories. I you know, I play that with my steering wheel. Uh, I don't really use any much much features other than you know um automatic gear stick. Yeah,
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> um but yeah, as for the rest, I, I don't know why the high blade four is there. No idea. Um because yeah. they've got to be nominated for something. <laughs> yeah.
0: Again, they okay. um, put some money there. So yeah. <laughs> it's blizzard.
4: Yeah, So yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, good luck to whoever wins that one. Because I, I personally think Hi Fi
2: Rush might win that one. No. Just for the amount of options they put in. Alright.
0: Now, you know, th- this is just I don't know what they're what these categories are for sometimes I don't know.
2: Uh, games for
0: impact, for fault provoking game with a pro-social me uh, meaning or message. Uh, don't know any of these to know. That's anybody. made up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, I don't I don't even know what these games are. I've uh, never heard of any of them. A space for the um just but just for the sake of oh, like anyone. Um, a, yeah, a space for uh, unbound a uh, chance for uh, Senna, Senar goodbye volco uh, volcano high uh Tichia, is that how you pronounce that uh, uh yeahrea Tere- neil and uh vermba i i don't know what these are yeah. i'm skipping ahead
4: sarah <laughs> neil was a landscaping oh,
0: that, yeah game. that made sense terra
4: where you, yeah. where you um terraform the map and you've got a like reform basically put war sources in it, basically create life and then use that life to build infrastructure and stuff like that it's, a, it's an interesting concept Um, not quite sure what, what it means game for impact does it mean it's just it's a greenhouse game what, what does that I mean I, I don't know what I it means know. by game for impact know. you know is it political impact what is it I going mean, on about yeah. I don't have no idea I don't know <laughs> no, I'm not it makes sure. no sense
3: no.
4: games 4 we don't we don't fucking know <laughs> what should be <we> called. <laughs> just random game awards right there um but you know whatever you know that's not for us we can carry um, on.
0: <laughs> best ongoing i mean it's the same same shit every year to be honest without it it's it, it is it's like look apex legends uh, final fantasy 16 uh, cyberpunk fortnite genshin impact fortnite's won that next <laughs> uh best support <laughs> there's there's nothing there's nothing there to sort of like Mole over,
4: that's is That's between Fortnite and Genshin.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Is there, Which there, is the the still going strong.
1: Yeah. Considering Fortnite's just brought out their um or mod. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. That yeah.
4: Be
0: yeah.
1: yeah. That's a good Fortnite.
2: Easy. Yeah, easy. I do you. enjoy that mode.
0: Yeah. I mean it might be worth a visit, actually. I've been playing it, so I can vouch it's fun. Oh, we'll have to join you um, next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um best co- community support, recognizing a game for an outstanding community support, transparency and rep- uh, rep- uh rep representativeness. <laughs>
1: I can't read, sorry. But that one again. I <laughs> can't go,
0: go, go. Uh inclusive of social media activity and game updates, patches and stuff. So uh, support from mods basically. Uh Bordersgate three, so cyberpunks uh twenty-seven twenty-seventy-seven. Destiny 2, Final Fantasy <laughs> 60s.
2: Destiny 2. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> no, no, Man's,
0: no Man's Sky also gets a mention. No Man's Sky. How many
4: awards has No Man's Sky every year been mentioned for this? Oh, it's been mentioned, but it's never it's won. Been mentioned.
0: It's, that, you it's know,
4: it's, it was Best Ongoing Game last year, now it's Best Community Support.
0: I uh, don't care. <laughs> I, suppose, I think <laughs> yeah. Cyberpunk will probably get it because it's helped... Developed the game beyond what it first set out to be
4: oh well, yeah the and the, the fans fixed the game for yeah. them and then they decided to put it in a patch yeah they basically did the same thing they did with the witcher 3 is like
0: collect all the best mods and then shove it in an update and and, and because it's had a recent um new expansion that again yeah. that'll win um all right not much we can all over the best, best independent, independent. game. Oh, here we oh, go! David Diver. Yeah, finally, cocoon. Something... Dave the Diver. Dredge. Oh, Dredge. controversial, oh, Dredge. maybe. Uh, but Sears see, stars and viewfinder. Uh Dave the Diver, hundred percent. I'm well.
4: I'll be happy if Dredge or Dave the Diver win uh, that. Evil, or of stars. Uh, yeah.
0: Actually, do you Them know what? Three.
4: Them three. Oh Yeah, I, I love see stars is great. Dredge is amazing. David Diver is one of my favourite games ever made. So you know, like, <laughs>
0: choppy, choppy, choppy. Yeah, yeah, choppy,
4: choppy, choppy. choppy, choppy. Just, for that, just for the fact that we all did a voice, voice text on it, is, yeah. it helps, but it was still a phenomenal game, and I had so much fun. And um, believe it or not, I actually haven't finished that game, and I'm it's seventy plus hours into it As uh, um, I just enjoy it so much. Such a big. Game. I don't want to finish it.
0: No, <laughs> that's that's a good. That's a sign of a good game when you don't want to finish it. Yeah. Um. You've had like, and you're still enjoying it when you do go back to it. Um. Yeah. Not really heard of Cocoon, but the rest of them I've heard of. I've never got round to playing, like trying out of Stars or Viewfinder. I'm not sure if that would be any good, but Dredge, I've, yeah. Um. I'm would be able to. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a the um, the DLC for that. Oh, it recently come out Dredge. Um. So if you haven't yeah, come out the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't got um so if you have gone through it and you want more uh there is DLC for that dave the diver i i think uh, yeah like like you I, I agree either of those two D- drench or dave the diver um for me i think dave might just get grab it <laughs> good old dave yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i i burnt my throat out on that because then i, did, I played it with you and b voice acted it for you and B and then voice act did my own voices because I couldn't copy what I gave to you. <laughs> so I burnt myself out playing that, but I enjoyed, I still enjoyed it and still do when I get a chance to play it again. Um, yeah. It's an indie best debut indie game, uh, cocoon dredge pizza tower, Vembra or viewfinder. Now why weren't Dave on that? That was debut, wasn't it? Uh,
4: it was. Yeah. For the no, best I debut hate.
0: game created by a new independent studio, uh, maybe that's where it falls. I don't know. But well, then Dredge has to win that one.
4: Oh, I think it's because David Diver was early access, early access, yeah, for a year before. Yeah, yeah so. that's why. And Dredge was, Dredge was new this year. So yeah, it Dredge Dredge's success is actually quite phenomenal. Really, when they they made it, they didn't expect it to do that well. They thought it was a niche thing, you know. Fishing boat horror. I mean, who's going to play? that? They always going to play that, you know. And uh, uh, they did say, well, they weren't going to make any DLC for it, and they decided to to basically make DLC, which is they've kind of put that out pretty quick. Yeah. But still, yeah. still, I'm happy this DLC. I'm looking forward to playing that because I do love Dredge and the fact that you can turn off the horror element and you can just go fishing, <laughs> just just drive around the world, just fishing stuff was a great quality of life choice. Um I just I love doing that just to chill out, listen to the, literally listen to the sea and just fish in, in my living room.
0: <laughs> you know, without, was great. without the without the wind and the rain. <laughs> without the wind and the rain
4: and all the elements and anything or a boat, you know, <laughs> so it's, it's all the knowledge to how to do any of that. But yeah, it's a, it's a great it's a great it's a it's a great game.
0: I mean honestly yeah. I'm
4: glad it's there.
0: I'm a mass like I've I've I think I've already said this many times, but I'm a massive fan of like supporting indie games. So any any indie game yeah. that wins, to be fair, w- would do well. But um, I I think Dredge would do well. I think this one will go to this one would be Dredge, and and the previous one would be Dave. It Gotta might be it. if there's any justice. If there's any justice, me. yeah. Um, there's best mobile game. Do we care?
2: I mean, um, to be honest no hello kitty to,
0: island adventure
2: <laughs> <laughs> i think
4: the one that will probably win that will be fire fantasy seven because that's the newest one yeah ever quite that's and i don't know how well that's done i mean obviously start i think honkai star, Rail star might Rail. Win that.
0: yeah and then uh, that, that's new this
4: year as well so. monster
0: hunter now i mean it's another monster hunter game I i'm not i don't
4: know if anyone yeah. plays that and Tyroneal, yeah, the Netflix on Netflix. If you have a Netflix account, you can play it for free on your mobile phone cool. or tablet. Netflix have a bunch of games on their account now. So if you've got if you've got the app, not that I'm trying to advertise Netflix, saying if you're not aware of it, they have a whole mobile game section, which is basically like games uh, Game Pass,
2: and it's included. So if you're not aware of that, you, there's some games on there that actually are pretty good as well. Anyway, move on. <laughs> um, oh, it's-
0: well, this, one, this one's more of um, uh, a bacon <laughs> sort of section. But yeah, best VR slash AR uh, for the best game experience, playable or in virtual or augmented uh, argumented uh, reality. Um, Grant Turismo 7, uh, uh, Horizon Call. Why is that the there? I'm, old. Not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, humanity, um, Resident Evil Village VR mode or Synapsis or Synapse. Um. Yeah, I'm I don't know. Played any of them? Don't, no, don't it know. Is. It can't. Can't comment. I would I imagine Resident Evil probably suit me best as a horror thing. But that's about. That's, I'm, I'm literally basing it on that. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's my only reason. Best action game: um, Armored Core, Dead Island Two, Ghost Runner Two, Hi-Fi Rush, or Remnant Two. I'm not familiar with those Armored
2: ones. Core. Armored Corps is the better one out of all of them, out in of my opinion. Yep.
1: yep. Um, any
2: opinions,
0: anyone else? No? Not really. Not especially, Not really. Now. no. Um, best action adventure. And then it's, well, quite, it's the basically. It's, it's the best adventure game.
4: Why is it action truck adventure? You can't have two of the categories the yeah. same.
0: Yeah. Uh, they, all they've done this time is just, it's the same as Game of the Year, but they've added uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Which shouldn't even that's, be there.
4: That's funny. Is yes, I, I should not mentioned it, but someone in chat said, "I'm surprised that's not there." And it's there. It is there,
0: just not as game of the year. Um, no, but as just, best game of the game of. I don't if know. That I haven't one played best it.
4: Game, I'd eat my own chair, computer chair. <laughs> so I I despise that game. I won't go into it, but no, I,
2: <laughs> I don't know. Oh dear. I, I, I why? Spider-Man will probably get it, I want it, Zelda though. to get that just because I hate the other four. Yeah, so,
0: Resident Evil 4 might, maybe, should. But, um, so there's so many other games you could pick for an adventure game. Yeah. Hogwart's Hugg- so Legacy. Best-, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Likely, yeah. Best RPG. Um, So that has its own... Uh, here we go. Baldur's Gate 3's uh, Final Fantasy um... Lies of P, star, Sea of Stars, our Starfield. Oh, God. Fuck off. For <laughs> God's <laughs> sake.
1: <laughs> I knew it as soon I see it. Uh,
2: yeah. How long we got? <laughs> got? As
1: long as you need. <laughs> oh, God,
2: God. Why? Why? Well, when you think of a role playing game, do you think of Starfield? Because I don't. Like oh, uh,
4: Sea of Stars, Baldur's Gate 3 100 percent deserve to be there under the under the RPG. Final Fantasy Sixteen should be in the best action adventure game. That's in the wrong category. In the wrong category. It is. It's it's RPG light. That it's very very minor RPG elements. you literally have a you have a weapon slot, an armor slot, an accessory slot, and you level up a, a one of the worst. Um. Trees in RPG history because this is so it's just such a grind fest. But anyway, um it shouldn't be under the pretext. Where's Super Mario RPG? If you're gonna stick games that and just come out, where's Super Mario RPG there? You know, if if, if you've got no pretenses about how long a game's been out for, at least that fits the bill of an RPG, right? Oh, just oh this Lies of P kind of understand us. That is that's more of an RPG than Final Fantasy 16.
0: But Starfield. Come on. It's no. just trying to give something to pop
4: them into a just, category. It's just it's just yeah. trying to give some, you know oh Starfield's so good look it got nominated for best RPG. If that wins that that is outrageous because Baldur's Gate 3 should win our best RPG by country mile. Starfield's not even in the same universe as Baldur's Gate 3. You know, it's, oh, that's got to be Sea of Stars or Baldur's Gate 3 should win that. In in by definition of RPG, uh, Starfield, walk around and talk to people's faces simulator. I I can uh, uh. No, no, no <laughs> oh, I can't. I don't have the energy to no. get, to, to rage. I'm just I'm defeated. At this point, I'm defeated. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I can't do it. You know, I just I oh. can't keep raging at all this nonsense. It's just I'm I'm knackered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> should we? Should we then go to the next category then? Because this is something uh, that's up your your alley. I think it is, best. Guys. Best fighting game: um, God of Rock, Mortal Kombat One, um, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl Two, uh, Pocket Bravery, and Street Fighter Six. Well, I know that you've you wanted to talk about Mortal Kombat One, right? And uh, is, yeah, uh, Street Fighter Six. Yeah, you you had an opinion <laughs> I've
4: got. I hate Street Fighter Six. Like, I I, th- <laughs> oh, this is like. Oh, I, I need. I need like a week just to explain how fed up I am with this this game. Right. Um. Very quickly, Street Fighter Six. Um. Is. It's so bad. I. Uh, it. It's so cheap, and it's basically reinvented the wheel from Street Fighter Five. And they introduced a bunch of new stuff that I feel is the most infuriating and frustrating way to play a fighting game. And everything could be exploited. Everything is... like you know, Playing online, you might as well just smash your face into a wall of glass, because it's not enjoyable. In fact, I'd probably have more fun doing that than playing online in Street Fighter Six. Street Fighter Six is the most unbalanced, broken, messy fighting game I've ever played. And I've loved Street Fighter since the day I played it back in the arcades in 1986. Right? I just, oh, this, it does my head in. Like, I just, I think uh, best fighting game, it's a good, it's a good fighting game, not the best. Tekken, Tekken 7 is still better than that. In fact, um, where's Guilty Gear Strive? Um, you yeah, know, that should be on there. God of Rock is a rhythm fighting game. That's not an actual fighting game, not a proper fight, like a fight intent, fighting game in the sense of, you know, you beat stuff up. It's like, it's like, um, Battle mode on Guitar Hero. That's how it plays. one's um, has of purposes, Mortal Kombat 1 should win that. Because out of all those games there, Mortal Kombat 1 is by far the superior fighting game. But um, it wouldn't surprise me if Street Fighter Six gets picked because of the tick box in that section in that game. And it's just awful. It's just awful. Right? It's so over the top. It's so in your face. And it's just... It's um, I, I I sort of mentioned this earlier when they you know de-sexualizing, um characters they do that in all the Street Fighter Six and Mortal Kombat One to a certain degree but Street Fighter Six takes it up to another level and it's just annoying. Um, but I, gameplay wise it doesn't deserve to be there. Mortal Kombat One I'm not going to stay too long on this because I will end up giving myself a heart attack with rage. <laughs> Mortal Combat One is definitely um, the game that's going to win that. I'll save time. I won't go into it, but I will in the future. (laughs) But not right now. All
0: right. Um. So for for the family one, then. So there's there's the best best family games for the best appropriate for family play, irrespective of uh, genre or platform. Disney, uh, Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin Four, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I can't comment on any of those. I would imagine that any of them could be fun. I, I think Party Animals looks like it would be right up our alley, um, because that because it's so such a stupidly fun, funny game to sort of like from what I've seen anyway.
1: Um, I have seen then, some people playing that. It, it does just, look really
2: funny.
0: It does. Yeah, I'm sure we've played something similar than that in the past. But um, yeah, I think out of all of those, Party Animals is something that I would look into more Um, Sonic Superstars not too familiar yeah again not too familiar with any of those Um, Um, I've played I've played all of them The Family Man yeah yeah of course Um,
4: yeah out of all them I think Party Animals is the funniest game I would love to be able to play that of you you guys and other people in our community because it's up to 8 player which would be hilarious Um, and that's on Game Pass, hopefully it'll be on PC Game Pass soon. Um hilariously fun game. Um but in terms of actual, you know, family enjoyment, I would say that's between Wanda and Superstars, but I think Party Animals should probably pip that, to be honest. Just because of how much la- how funny it is, how much laughs can be had getting beaten up by a gorilla wearing a bra on his head. It's just <laughs> it's just hilarious. Like it's it's just the whole concept is is funny. Um Definitely deserves to be nominated or win best best family game. So yeah, Party Animals, i would picked for that one.
0: Best yeah. adaptation. Oh, this is like from game to, to the big screen or the or the small screen. Uh, Call Gran Turismo, the movie, Last of Us was actually a fairly okay sort of um, TV program. The rest of it, I didn't see. Twisted Metal, Super Mario Brothers movie. Actually, Super no, Mario Brothers
4: movie's movie got to win, win that. It.
0: Yeah, that's got to win that by my... Mo- it's Castlevania Nocturne. It's
4: that I will eat my keyboard. It's, yeah, that's, you know, it, out of all them. I mean, Grand Theft Auto was a faithful recreation of based on true life events, and it's faithful to the game. Yeah. So you know, that's also a very good shout. But in terms of you all taking source material to the big screen, Mario Brothers, got to be Mario Brothers. Yeah, Twisted Metal. Have you watched that?
0: Mm. It's awful. No. I
4: <laughs> Is it if there was a uh, an award for best tomato show, um, like Rotten Tomato show, but that would get it. Rotten, that yeah. would get it. Yeah, in my opinion, it's just, um, yeah, it's laughable. it's got the guy. It's got the guy that plays Falcon um, In it as one of the main characters. And it's just, out of all the IPs, Mm. uh, Twisted Metal was one of the old games I played back in the day where you drive around in the car and shoot stuff up and, you know, ram into people and laugh gleefully. There was no story. It was just mindless mayhem. How do you get a story out of that? Uh, So, how how do you make a decent story out of Death Race? You don't. (laughs) That's why it wasn't a great film. Jason Statham in it, same thing. Run around just shooting, keep killing people. It's, it's, oh dear! Anyway, um, Mario. Mario wins that.
0: Yep. All right. And um, most anticipated game. So for something that comes out late this, very late this year or next year, I guess it must this be next year. next year, isn't it? Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Star Wars uh, Outlaws, Taken Eight or Hades Two. Hades Two wins that next category. <laughs> just, no. No. I'm just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
4: I, I normally I would agree with you if Firefight Seven Rebirth weren't there. But Firefight Seven Rebirth, I think, supersedes Hades Two by a large margin. But it, yeah, definitely, them two are top top. Um, the top oh, I, two. I did.
0: I did. I, I, yeah. I mean, I did. I did choose my own. The only game I've actually really looking forward to out of that. It is probably Hades 2, and that's because yeah. I'm a massive super giant fan. And that yeah. that's the only reason why I said that so quickly. Um, I'm not sure if Star Wars Outlaws is going to do any good, and I don't think it will. Um, it might no. do, it may or may not. Tekken 8, it's a it's a Tekken game. Um, yeah, I mean none much of much none game. of them are really um Like
4: a Dragon looks interesting. It does but it's, yeah. It's, yeah, in terms of anticipation. Uh, you know the, the first one was good too but in terms of hype you can't compare it to Hades 2 or Final Fantasy 7 they're different demons man literally <laughs> yeah in, in some yeah, cases quick, get the get the um, get the meters out Is <laughs> it <laughs> 1 to 5
0: <laughs> Um. yeah no, I I don't know out of all those I mean none of them are original Um. because they're all sequels in some way I yep, suppose Outlaws is, might might qualify as an original no it's, it's a release. sequel to is it? it's a sequel to Ragnarok this yeah. is going to be copied and pasted copied and from pasted. the game yeah,
3: Ragnarok cool. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to, just going to be yeah, it's going to be
4: cool. Star Wars skin yeah, but yeah. it'll be it'll be like um, Odyssey and Ragnarok where you're just running around doing
2: I see, A to yeah, B quests
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Ubisoft game it can't make anything decent <laughs> That is
0: that is this year's nominations um, for Game of the Year. or oh, the Game Award, sorry. Um, yeah, Game of the Year Game Award. Um, obviously, we breeze through them quite quickly.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but that's pretty much... Yeah, I don't know. Any final thoughts on anything? I mean, I suppose we've pretty much said what we've said throughout the whole thing anyway. Um And any games that got missed off is kind of daylight robbery. Um, Any games that win it this year that don't deserve to win it is because we all know it's a paid-for
2: event. And it's voted for by media outlets that really, you know, um, um,
0: journalists who get given free games who have no concept of what gaming is about. Like passionately, like the consumer. Um, so they will all, they all ever say in it. No one else does. So it's a, it's basically a farce, is what we're saying.
3: Yeah,
4: it's oh, things are farce. paid for shenanigans. It is the only thing that I like. No, no, I never used to look forward to this. Is is the trailers and the world exclusives that you throws up there sometimes. Oh, I, 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 do, I, like, I yeah. do like the game reveals. I do like the I, game reveals. That you t- Turns it into more of a showcase than an award show.
0: I like watching it for the for the um, just because it's just so stupid and overdone, <laughs> and 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 that's why it's it's fun to sort of comment and make your own sort of like um, commentary over some of it, what people get up to, and then they bring out some some music event from one of the games. It'd be like, oh, now from Final Fantasy VII, the live version of. You know, and it'd be whatever piece of music it'd be. The actual event takes place on December the seventh. Um, so, it, depending on when you're hearing this podcast, because we are on a live recording, and um, yeah, you, it may have already came came out or whatever. I know I said that earlier, but I was like, just sort of repeat myself a little bit but, uh, there. But there we go. That's the <laughs> that's the Gaming Awards 2023 nominations. Uh, no real surprises, uh, but still kind of like disappointed that it is what it is because of like money yeah Yeah.
2: Um,
0: and there we go and that's pretty much going to end like this show I think any
2: sort of real last thoughts without going too deep no no um no (laughs) there's not there's not enough time there's not enough time (laughs) so I'll just be quiet (laughs) well no that's it it isn't it yeah not that repeating myself. Yeah. No, no. Um, Kate, do you, anything you wanted to add before we go? Did
0: you have anything? I just can't get um. over that that that. <laughs> you're, you're lying. <laughs> but one I know I mentioned it at the start. But yeah, the, just every time I look over to Kate's monitor, oh the, where, <laughs> it's just <laughs> Bacon's got competition. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, no, I don't really have any last thoughts. I do have three potential jokes for joke of the day, though, so oh, we've got a choice. Here.
0: We've got a choice.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, you, could, you Do you could...
1: want kind of dark, very dark, or rude?
2: Rude. Rude. <laughs>
1: rude. What do you call a lesbian dinosaur? <laughs> like a lot of us. <laughs>
2: Oh. <laughs> like uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my days. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Kate, for that.
1: Um <laughs> There we go. You? That that there's that, my worthy contribution for the night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my days. There we
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not the crickets.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it could have been the crickets, that would have been well, that's when you know you've done bad. <laughs> um so it's pretty much all i can say is um uh yeah thanks very much for Kate for joining me today and of uh you know for being here um and of course Freddie coming in like, a little bit late I, I missed the message i didn't see the message to be honest so it was already uh it's <laughs> probably already started by the time well yeah sent we, it. yeah yeah we just started um by the by time I I tell you what it might have been I I rushed off to grab a drink whilst my um free credits were uh, pre credits are rolling, our pre pre music was just rolling for for the show uh, just before we went live, and it's um, probably why I missed that that text. But yeah, no, thankfully Kate spotted you in chat and said, "Oh yeah, I think Freddie wants to join." And was like, "Yes, of course, absolutely, I love it." You know,
4: that's always a pleasure being here. Thanks for There's, having
0: me. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Um, so anything you're gonna be playing the next like before we do the next uh, podcast, which would be I, I'm not sure when the next episode can happen. I think I've got one more before Christmas. Um it might be just after or just before uh December the seventh. I'm not sure because like the date wise, so we might that the next episode might be we announced the winners of the um game awards. So yeah. Any any particular games that you're looking forward to playing in the next couple of uh, weeks or so or got any
4: Um yeah, there is there was one game coming out at the end of the month, uh, Dragon's Dogma 2. Yeah. Um I'm looking forward to that. Um I'm pretty much I'm all spent for games at the moment. Yeah. I'm trying to sort of clear some of my backlog and failing miserably right now. Um I've been playing um God, I've got nothing. Obviously, I've been playing Robocop. Uh, Slay the Princess. I bought. I, re- I could have done. A, oh, not actually, I actually, because actually completed that. I'll do that next. I'll do that next time. Yeah. Um, that's a set, exceptionally good game. Um, I've also found some. Well, one particular game, I found a really fun game. This this would be a game that we we relate to, Steve, because we play World of Warcraft. Yeah. Um, and I found a visual novel. Um, that s- simulates being in a guild. All and- right with all the drama that goes with it and you you actually listen you actually join the voice call although you don't talk yourself you do with text but they all talk to you like voice voices and their responses to what you the choices of what you say uh-huh. and it's very very well done and it's free okay Um it's called ember fate tempest of elements and it's a, and i've i've only played a little bit of it but um i've been blown away so far by how good it is for a free game it's a visual novel game and you you actually simulate the boss fight. You have the the dragon on the screen, and you got everyone in the group, and they're all fighting together and arguing. And you know you wipe, and you get all the drama from the wipe, and then you get the guild like they're all trying to be the first first guild to kill the boss, and you're you're like in a hardcore guild, but with sort of like non-hardcore players, which is quite funny. And I have actually been in this position where I've been a guild a guild master and trying to run a raid and. Uh, everything that come up I've I've seen it all and been there done that wore t t-shirt sort of thing over the years of playing the game so I highly recommend anyone that's played any sort of MMO and been involved in a guild and had any sort of guild drama Ember Fate Tempest Tempest of Elements free to play on Steam if you like visual novel games very very fun games I'm going to be trying to finish that um, I'm going to be giving Grim Dawn another run because I've not actually finished it, and they've they've just brought out a massive update for it that's basically shaken the game up from the ground up. Um, and I'm going to be putting more hours into Last Epoch, uh, finishing RoboCop, um, and I think that's about it. Maybe playing some more um, Mortal Kombat and trying to finally finish The Witcher Three. But as a uh, as of right now, like as uh, I said last time, I'm taking a, a massive hyenas from. Um, streaming and making content right now. So I'm just sitting back and enjoying the world of video games and um, trying to get my sort of health back on track. So yeah. that's what I'm doing at the moment. So but yeah, that, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. But I'm really I'm looking forward to Dragon's Dogma, uh, but I'll probably have to wait till Christmas before I
0: get my hands on it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. It's but, uh, that time of year now. It's like, if yeah. I haven't got it by now, then chances are I won't get it until before or just after Christmas because of you know it's that
2: yeah. That's what that's what yeah. we, that's
0: where we are. Um uh, Kate, do you have any 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 games that similar to what you played earlier or or spoke sorry spoke about earlier or continuing on. <laughs> to be playing, honest, I
1: don't remember what's on my wish list at the minute. Let's have a look. Um I mean not really. Um, I'm kind of look. I'm looking forward to the expansion for I- the Binding of Isaac coming out. Um, other than that, not really. Just uh, yeah. continuing with the the Ghost Games.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. Oh God, obviously, I um am on on board with those as well. Um. I will hopefully try and get around to doing some more of the this bed we made. Um, which is what I sort of—I didn't um, spotlight, just highlighted because I hadn't played enough of it to give my full opinion of it. Other than what I had already said earlier, so yeah, if you missed it, then I have to listen to the start of the show. Sorry, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm going to try and finish some of that off again. It's—I uh, just sort of add to it. It's pretty much—it uh, ta- it takes me away from those horror ghost gun hunting games when I'm not you know, and I'm a little bit of downtime. I think that that's it's a good fun fun game to sort of like just get into. Um uh yeah, there's not much else I'm really looking forward to playing other than the fact uh yeah, like like Kate said, we're probably um joining joining me on, on the on the Phasmo demonologist sort of front. And uh, yeah, there's not really much else out apart from maybe like the, the games that we mentioned tonight. I might actually look into those. Obviously, like what Freddie just mentioned, I'll probably look into that as well. You know, as it's a free, free to game, free to free to game, free to play game. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, I, I, I can obviously add that to my wish list um, when I've got time. Because like, <laughs> as of t- today, so today been like. Whenever we do these podcasts, it's usually a Saturday, which means um, I don't get many Saturdays off. So when we do, I usually do this. And then any days off, it's usually during the week. So if I do stream, those would be the days. Usually it'll be the Phasmo Weekly Challenge on the Monday or Demonologists or, you know, maybe if I'm not doing those, it would be something along the same, similar sort of vein as uh, this, this bed we made yeah anyway um i uh will see you all again soon hopefully, maybe we'll get bacon back in next time. i know he he couldn't bake it this weekend, but thank you to Kate for joining me and uh and I was still laughing at kate's um avatar <laughs> it's just <laughs> that, the the winking and then the blinking is just really i I have so tried to keep it in. Throughout the whole of the show, I've really kept. <laughs> I've really tried hard to not actually um, cry. Cry with laughter because it's really. I've,
1: I've been me. watching every so often. I see you glance over and then just <laughs> cover your mouth.
0: <laughs> but yeah, now that we're coming to an end, I don't mind sort of letting out, letting slip why um what I've been trying to avoid throughout the whole um a few hours. <laughs> It's just, also because you advertise a towel it wiggles its towel <laughs> but um, yeah thank you very much Freddie for joining us uh, as I already said but uh, although I did cover for you <laughs> but um, yes, yeah. thanks. thanks guys for being here and right we'll see you next time I don't know when because um, it, it's usually in about 3 Saturdays time so
4: maybe sometime in the morning maybe sometime in the evening not maybe, maybe not, not at, at
0: all <laughs> But um, yeah, we look. F- Hopefully, we're going to have uh, the cat in the hat and the um, kitten in the bow <laughs> <laughs> um, back with us uh, and freely 3D show. Hopefully, we're going to have four of us. We did try. I, I-, I wasn't sure if Jenny was going to join us today, or he did say it um, wasn't necessarily in the call, but he was in the chat earlier. But yeah, thanks very much, everyone. That's time to go. <laughs> I'll stretch it out as long as I could. Right. Bye for now.